Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LGA podcast that is Lit Gaming Arena. For those of you who don't know, I'm Marcus, and I am joined with Justin to my right. I'm here. And Frost to my left. I am also here. Persant. All right, let's get to it! Alright, well, welcome to the E3 edition of our podcast. Our first E3 as a podcast. How about that? Uh, first thing first, I'm going to get this out of the way. Go to our webs- website. Our web Our website. Our website. Or go to our website. Alright, you can go to our website, litgamingarena.com. You can go to our Discord chat. Litgamingarena.com. You can follow us on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash litgamingarenaco. And Twitter and Instagram are both at litgamingarena. So follow our, all of our social media. You can interact with us, tweet at us. I'm always on Twitter and ready to retweet all the things you don't sound desperate at all i'm very desperate for (laughs) validation and interaction with the human species um this is my one time a week that i interact with anybody besides my job (laughs) wow 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 that makes me feel special yeah we'll talk about that later (laughs) even more wow (laughs) Hashtag wow. Wow, I can hear you eating. I had a grape. It was good. This is the ASMR eating podcast now. Uh, That's me just smacking my lips. I'm sorry. Very unappetizing. <laughs> sorry, it was coffee too. I cough. So anyway, let's get into what happened at E3 this year. It's a crazy year. This is a crazy year for us to be doing our first E3 post E3 coverage. It's our first and last. Our first and last. Uh, yeah, probably there might not be any No next E3 year. next year. No. It's E3 e- is canceled. E3 oh. E3 is canceled. Wow, that was really intense. Uh yeah, I don't know. So it could be our last E3, but uh, it is our first and it is a strange E3 because in years past we would have been talking about Sony stuff, but there was no Sony at E3 this year. And I mean, we've already talked about that ad nauseum in previous podcasts, and we've talked about other announcements that Sony has made before leading up to E3, but there was no Sony to be had at E3 this year, so we have other stuff to cover, a lot more Xbox stuff. So anyway, let's get into the announcements. Well, somewhat an announcement. We'll just we're gonna cover this chronologically from the days when it started. So yes. starting on Saturday the eighth, which was technically not E three, but it's pre three. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the whole they, week leading up to E three is like pre E three these days. Because EA Play don't forget all those spoilers too. <laughs> EA Play was the first real thing that started, and it they started by showing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which had fifteen minutes of gameplay. And they showed you play off as a Je- Jedi in learning named Cal Kestis. 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 Cactus. 
But uh, yeah, he's got a cool robot companion named BD1 who serves as a backpack, and uh, it's pretty cute. It's a cute robot. So I like cute. I like backpack. I like backpack robots. You know who else has a backpack robot? Void Bastards. Oh, I thought you said Master Chief. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I know his whole Master Chief. He no, is a backpack. Is, is like he, a, he, he has a he, full body backpack. He's like a head, a head robot. Like he, he, he takes a chip and just inserts it into the back of his fucking neck. <laughs> he's a he's a split personality disorder. It's actually just him. <laughs> he's it's all in his head. All right. So did anybody else watch? Did you guys watch EA Play or no? I I actually I didn't watch anything. I all I did was like read stuff because video content is incredibly hard for me to see all of. All right, they showed off, I mean, like, your force powers, uh, which mostly they have, like, an interesting slowdown power. Slow down the time, or, like... Yeah, you, like, slow... And you can, like... So so a guy could so, shoot a laser, you could slow down time, so and then is, pull him in front of the laser so he shoots himself. So this is Jedi bullet time, then. We're going full yeah. on max pain. This is and super can, hot. Jedi edition. There's wall running. It looks so good. It looks pretty good. I mean, it is I mean, wall running. I mean, that's basically a staple of respawn at this point. <laughs> yeah, is it not? <laughs> it looks interesting. They're I think they're using the force in interesting ways, um, and it looks implemented well. Question: Will there be titans? What gets there will be at ats. <laughs> what, what, what gets what gets titans first? Jedi Fallen Order or, or Apex, Apex Legends? <laughs> Which, speaking of Apex, that was the next thing shown. Uh, which they showed off a new weapon called the L-Star. They announced ranked mode, new character named Watson, and they played an animated short for Watson, which is... Uh, this was kind of... Watson was leaked, obviously, quite a bit earlier. Yeah. And well, you know why that was leaked? So, I mean, I heard that their their development cycle is really long on this game. I would I, imagine. They're, they were playtesting Watson a year ago. Holy crap. So like a lot of the stuff that we're seeing now has been planned for over a year. So like they're they're really trying oh. to push things to not be super crazy. Um, I've heard them. They basically came out and said that like yeah, like when we first put things out and get um, uh, feedback, we're and after it's already put out, like we're already like two play tests ahead of that, so that we can get patches out like while people Jeez. are already upset. <laughs> And Watson is like a tactical support. Plays way different than any other character. I don't know if you saw any of this, but it seems really place up the electrical fields, like yeah, making an electrical. I like fence. I like I like that a lot um, because I think that there's a lot of offense in Apex, and I think it's to add more defense type stuff into this can be add a whole different it, element to the game. It radically can change team comps. Yeah. Uh, definitely, because I mean, you get something like um, a Pathfinder where you know you can you can go to the beacon and and know where the next ring is going to be. So you get to that location and then you find a place to basically defend and use Watson. Um, I'm not sure what else would go good with that. Probably uh, I don't know who would go good good with that combo. I'm I'm terrible with the meta of this game because I'm just bad at video games. But I, I just think something that is more of a support will change the yeah. group dynamics and make you consider synergy with characters. Yeah, and a support that's not because usually when you think about support, it's always like, oh, this person heal just heals somebody. Yeah, and and support in other ways like defensive capabilities is really cool. Um, I mean, like Mirage is good too. So, but yeah. Then they showed off some Battlefield Five stuff. Um, 
I'm obviously I don't play Battlefield Five, but they showed off two new maps. Uh, gigantic maps. Well, one's gigantic, one's smaller. Uh, El Sudan's the big one, and uh, Marita is the smaller one. How big is it compared to Minecraft? I have no idea. <laughs> as big as Minecraft World? Or at the, no? at the top of your head, please answer this question to the best of your abilities. And then there's they added uh, Chapter 5, which is an Iwo Jima campaign with new guns and stuff for the that specific theater of war. Neat. New guns, new vehicles. Then uh, FIFA 2020, um, which I really don't care about. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> it's it's, it's essentially FIFA 2020, Madden 2020. Um, people, we know they're coming. Yeah, they're, like, it's more of the same. People that like those games, they want to play those games. So, yep, you got another one. New yeah, rosters there's... of characters, uh, new new stuff. I mean, real in the reality, like the only thing that changes with those games is the characters or or teams. Well, I mean, like the graphics get better steadily over time of yeah, how steadily, you can play and I mean, what you like, can do. But at the same time, I don't know. It's about as good as you can get. Really. See, and strangely, that's I, what you think. <laughs> I care. Well, outside of Star Wars, the <laughs> I thought the Sims stuff was pretty cool because they showed uh, Sims Four Island Living, which is available July sixteenth. On consoles, and then the twenty first of July, I'm, I I might actually check it out. That's weird. Don't that, hate yeah, me. That it's weird that it's out on. Well, isn't it just? I don't know. It's why would it come out on consoles first? I thought that was super strange. Um, but the Sims can go into the water. They can scuba dive. There's an active volcano. So you Sims can make 4, friends with the dolphins. Sims Four has pools at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> But this has, I mean, mermaids. Can I, you can you delete the ladder out of the ocean? Yes. <laughs> and drown your Sims. There's probably, I mean, a volcano. Think of the plethora of ways you can kill trap. Sims with a volcano. You trap them in a volcano. Let's hope so. And they added uh, pride items because it is pride month. So there's support in that. You can make your Sims real, really in support. You can make them so rainbow. <laughs> really it's really showing their colors. I mean, I make my Sims hump everybody. Dogs? Yes. <laughs> That's my inner species erotica. <laughs> so I think that concludes the EA stuff. Yeah, that's the EA stuff. But during that, there was the Nintendo Invitational. Or as oh, I like yeah. to call this segment, Nintendo Esports Corner! <laughs> <laughs> um, which I'm not going to go through a whole like play-by-play -play really of this. Uh, mostly it, it kicked off with uh, Mario Maker 2 Invitational Tournament that they had uh, YouTubers that were typically speedrunners or people who play a lot of Mario. Um, so that was Yellow Killer B, The Dragon Feeny, Abdallah, and The Completionist um, that were competing and they did, it, it was three rounds. They so, should have got Rubber Ross up there. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> um, but they, the first he, one was. He really was, did deserve that. In, in the first round, they had uh, Yellow Killer B versus the Dragon Feeny. And it was just a head to head, like, first, to, like, fastest time to complete this map. Um, but as they're going, um, one of them's playing very bad, who I assumed was. Uh, the Dragon Feeny, who was the favorite out of them to to win overall. Yeah. But uh, they had the names on the screen switched around. Oh, no. So <laughs> it was really confusing because it looked like they couldn't finish the level, but it was actually Yellow Killer B who couldn't finish the level, and oh, Dragon Feeny actually finished. 
So how did they how did they run this again? So like it's fat for so was it they just set them into a level and the first person that completes it wins? Is that how it was? They have, they're timed. So, um, and they can time out. And then after okay. somebody completes it, the other person has 30 seconds to try and complete it. Oh, okay. So, but even then, if but they, after you complete it, are you able to just keep go? Are you able to go back in and try to get a faster time? No, or, okay. it was so it was them two, and then and then the completionist and Abdallah played, and they had a different hmm. like, well, no, they played the same level. That seems strange. And then the, out of so then the winner of that, um, got to pick their teammate for the next one because the next match was co op, so they did, hmm. uh, which I don't know if it was out of pity or what, but <laughs> but the Dragon Feeny chose Yellow Killer B as their teammate. So it was the two females versus the two males. So the completionist ended up with Abdallah. And I think Abdallah and the completionist were both pretty good. I think the Dragon Feeny was actually better than them, but Yellow Killer B was like not even close to their skill level in my opinion. Um, and then they did a final round, which ended up between the winning team, like whatever team won, it was between them two for the final. The so that was between against each other. Yeah. It was between Abdallah and the completionist, um, which is once again, I think the dragon Feeney just chose a poor teammate because <laughs> <laughs> it was a, the level they played had switches. So you had, it was really like one person has to hit switches while the other person has to like navigate, but you have to oh, time one of those teamwork type things. Yeah. You have to time certain jumps, to hit us like sometimes double hit a switch so Oof. they can like pass through a wall and then land on a platform yeah it seemed that sounds terrible that seemed rough uh for teamwork but abdallah ended up winning overall um he he plays good <laughs> uh and then there was splatoon 2 tournament um with uh gg boys was the japanese team there was uh ft win the u.s team and Alliance Rogue was the Europe team, and Lime Soda was the Australia team. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Japan won overall with GG Boys. They, But it was really close between them and the U.S. team. I really just watched the final on that one, to be honest. Well, I saw a little bit of the game before with Alliance Rogue. I was actually rooting for Alliance Rogue. Um, that match was pretty close. These people are all super young as you would imagine, but they were all, yeah. it looked like the oldest one was maybe 16, but they all looked super young. Yeah. There's like kids that are Which, like 10 years old playing competitive Fortnite now. Well, it's, it was interesting seeing that in contrast to the smash tournament, which took place later, which was a lot of older dudes. <laughs> um, it's the old people that like smash, which the smash tournament was done really weird. Um, so they were on teams. So there was team USA, team Japan, team Europe and team Australia slash New Zealand. Um, but yeah, they, it was kind of a elimination. It was like a first to three type situation. They did three rounds, but when you picked a character, you had, uh, you had three stock, but you, each stock was a different character. That's weird. So I thought that was kind of weird. And obviously they had, they had items turned on, which I also thought was a little weird. Um, but this is Nintendo running a tournament, not which I actually think they did a little... <laughs> I actually like this setup a little more than the neutered really? version that the a lot of tournament scenes play, um, which Team Japan also won that one, so they won both Splatoon and Smash, but uh, and runner-up was Team Europe, but in all honesty, I like it was really just bad luck of the draw because I think Team USA would have been second 
if they didn't verse Japan first. So they cuz mm. cuz during and I only say this because during the final between Europe and Japan was the first three stock that happened that tournament. And not only was there the first three stock, it was also followed by the next match which also was a three stock. So there was two back-to-back three stocks. And then Damn. Sakurai had an announcement for an announcement that Smash characters were going to get announced at <laughs> at the direct. <laughs> yeah, well, a Sma- he said a Smash character, yeah, but we know different now. Announcement for an announcement. You know, with um, Nintendo doing their own kind of tournaments now, um, when are we going to see Mario Party? <laughs> I would love a Mario Party tournament. Just because of how fucked up that would be. <laughs> I just thought I, I, I expect Ross to be <laughs> dressed up in like a purple tux with like a hat with his most evil, sinister face. Oh, you know what? They should do a Fortune Street tournament. <laughs> no. Is that the one where it's like. <laughs> yes. Yep. That guy. Yep. <laughs> the best version of Monopoly in the world. I, I did enjoy playing that. So that basically concludes the Saturday stuff. So now we'll roll into the Sunday stuff, which started out with Microsoft. And Microsoft had quite a few things to show. Um, Yeah, it was like at least 14 games, right? I think it was quite a bit more than that, but... (laughs) I know, like, their announcement was like, we have at least 14 games to show. Well, that were theirs. Okay. Microsoft published. Yeah. Um, there, there was quite a few surprises. There was quite a few cool things. There's 25 games. Well, I think there was even more than that. This is just kind of... <laughs> this list just has a lot of the big ones. The top ones. The uh, top 25. Because there, there the were some The top 25 out of 50 games, games at the Because sh- I think they said at the top that they, were, they had 60 or something. Like, they, they had a lot. A lot of games, There's so many. But games. but they have like uh, sizzle reels of that just show like a lot of rapid fire stuff that's not on my list. But mostly my list has like new stuff. Yeah. Um. So they showed Gears Five. Yeah, some how about Gears, that 5, Gears Five. Uh, that looks. I'm really excited. But it, I mean, hearing about showing stuff before, but hearing about Gears Five, but it made me like I know like you recently went back and played through all the Gears games like now well, I've played Gears one well, I thought you said I'm planning you were, oh, to play through oh, I thought you had already got yeah like now like now I want to go back and play through all the Gears games because like I am so out of touch with the story because I don't think I even played Gears four I haven't played Gears four so now it's like I kinda, I'm trying to get there I want to know what like now I'm suddenly interested in the story again and I want to know what what's going on and. So I can play Gears 5 and not be lost. I was like me and Geeked Marts. <laughs> yes, exactly. We were like, oh shit, right? The nostalgia. Okay, well played. But they showed that new mode in there. I forget what it's called. Oh, I know. Oh, fuck. I can't remember now. Because I know they had like their... Cause they, they, obviously, there's a single player. There's the horde mode. Um, cause they're, known, they're known for the horde mode. <clears throat> Definitely not versus. I don't see anything. Escape mode. Escape mode, yeah. Was just, it's funny. I see two different articles. Screen Rant saying, Gears 5 is fun, but its co-op escape mode is nothing special. And then Digital Trends, Gears 5 escape 
hands-on. If the entire game is this good, get hyped. Get wrecked, son. So it's a little bit polarizing. People love it and they hate it. Well, maybe not hate it, but... That's the case with anything these days, though. Yeah. Yeah, they showed off Escape Mode and then uh, Terminator Dark Fates DLC. That <laughs> 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 uh, the yeah the Terminator is going to be in Gears Five, but that is, yeah, that's weird. Um, the, <laughs> um, they also there was Elden Ring, which that had an amazing trailer. As much as it's just a cinematic, but <laughs> my hype is through the roof. I yeah I don't I. I'm I'm hyped because that is of course the whole thing with George R. R. Martin. So yeah, Martin and Miyazaki. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, there's some there's a pedigree behind this game that I have. I think I have some faith in, especially with um, George R. R. Martin's ability to uh, create a world with his writing. Well, he's building the mythos. Exactly. That's Which is so I'm, cool. Yeah, so like he's. I'm excited. Like his. Has he whole, ever been a part of a video game before? Or is this his first time? I think this is his first one. There was, I mean, I think he was a consultant on the Game of Thrones game. I think he was a consultant on the Game of Thrones game. He had something to do with the Game of Thrones game. He had well, to have. Um, for the board game? No, <laughs> it was like the video game. I obviously I didn't even know there was a video. That's how bad I was, it was. I didn't even realize that. That's there how was much a video attention game. anybody pays. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. I'm much when real did that, bad if when I did that come even, out? A few years. Well, there also was the Telltale one, but there is a actual straight up like Game of Thrones video game oh, that's like an action adventure. Um, but yeah, I mean, no. does that? I mean, at that point, does it really like count? Like. Because it's like, he's already like the Game of Thrones guy. And now it's like, okay, now we're going to make a video game and we have the TV show. And so now we'll just, he's already here. <laughs> I mean, this seems, this is a whole lot different. He's creating something different and then it's going to be a video game. So I think Exactly. Like- but this is, this is the best case scenario. Because I really hated that a lot of people thought and uh, someone like my brother, yes, I'm calling him out because he's, <laughs> he's blood. I can do that. Um, but my brother, as well as a few other people I've talked to, are disappointed with Elden Ring because they're like, I wanted it to be a Game of Thrones video game. And I was like, you th- that's something you think you want, but you actually don't. And I say this, <laughs> I say this because, like, what what is inherently interesting about that? Like, th- uh, that yeah. world is not actually, I was like, it's not inherently a great the Game yeah. of Thrones world isn't a great world to explore. Yeah, it's politics and really so, interesting character development, not really something for a video game. Which I'll go into that in a sec, but <laughs> but he he was like, no, I just want to like roam around that world. And I was like, you think you want to, but you don't really want he to. Just wants because to fly then you're gonna. Dragon. I was like, you're you could you do that in so many yeah, other games. You literally <laughs> could do that in Skyrim, and then just call it just as good. Yeah, yeah. and it's like it's going to be endlessly compared then to something like the show or yes. the books and it's it's just a bad idea it's just all around there where if they create something new they're not going to be, be compared to anything elden ring will of course still be compared to dark souls because you it's not being yeah. coming from from trump software it's going to suffer from that yeah. and the same thing like even when you compared any when you compare any lord of the rings games to the movies it's See, the but, same deal but what this did get me thinking is what's game slash studio what would game of thrones translate best to and you know what it, it is the, the one where people die all the time total war series yeah game of thrones total war would actually be good because yeah. you would have the politics you would have the 
planning wars and yeah i could get behind that that would actually be good versus like versus something my brother said where he wanted it to be an open world action adventure type game and i'm like that would be terrible it'd be exactly the opposite of what that universe is just, that just new- have it be Arya stark and then she's just <laughs> discovering a new world well, that's go. assassin's creed exactly <laughs> what's that uh newer um medieval fighting game chivalry no, it's like it, it starts with uh, M, I think. Maud, Maud how? Yeah, or Mord, Mord how? Mord that's how. how that's yeah, like I mean. Game of Thrones theme Mord how. See, that would be fine too, <laughs> yeah. but like that's not intrinsic, intrinsically like. There, there's nothing just, really yeah, that that could get, be anything like medieval. Yeah, you're just entering into a battle and battling stuff medieval style. So I mean, there's not a whole lot there, like. It, all the all the game stuff would be like cutscenes, like politics would be cutscenes and stuff for that. So. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with the Total War thing. That'd be really good. Any any RTS type thing. Well, then you could have like you could have alliances that you make to get through battles and betrayals that happen by AIs and whatnot. Game of I would, Thrones I would civilization. Want, I would want something similar where you could like retire people or kill people, and then they inbreed, and then your warriors become retarded. That's massive <laughs> challenge. <laughs> I I know. I said I would like that too because I I love I loved hearing you talk about it last time. It was really uh, funny. Massive chalice is like. <laughs> kind of underrated a little bit. I mean, it's. I that. think it's rated about where it should be, but it, it, not not enough people played it. I got. I got to play that. I want. <laughs> I want an army of inbred. <laughs> That's perfect for Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is. I want an it army really of is. inbreds. Passing on this defect that they're like partially blind and have terrible accuracy. <laughs> And then you combine that with somebody that uh, that has uneven legs. <laughs> they have an uneven gait when they walk. God. So, moving on, because there's a lot of stuff to talk about, but uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Project Z got rebranded to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which looked super cool. Um, very anime, but super cool if you like dragon ball z then that's the game for you yeah this is the story-based game it showed i mean just a lot of cinematics mostly we still don't i don't quite know or understand how the game controls but hey it's dragon ball z (laughs) yeah tell me about that crossfire x um i don't know anything about crossfire (laughs) they they announced they made a big announcement about crossfire x because i guess it's a really popular uh online game on pc at least well crossfire whatever this is it's popular and somewhere they yeah they boasted i think that it has like nine million players and i'm like i've like never heard which nine million players (laughs) where are they right right now are they playing the game right now are they trapped in the game (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but they I've never got, heard of a person talking about Crossfire X until now. I swear when they announced it there wasn't a lot of cheers either cuz I was like what is this? I mean yeah, it looks because interesting because all the 9 million like, people are trapped in the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then probably one of the more surprising ones shown was Blair Witch. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> what was it? Blair Witch. It looks ooky spooky. Um <laughs> yeah, it does look like a uh it does. It is a property that I think translates well to a video game, especially with the way survival horror games have gone. Yes, this looked very much like a Resident Evil Seven situation, like a first-person ooky spookity going around <laughs> in the darkness. 
So like you I mean I'll play it, so yeah. Or you could say Slenderman perhaps. I, I hated yeah, that too. I hated the actual movie, if I could just add that. I've never watched it. Well, Mike's in a corner. Um and that's there, you've it. seen it. <laughs> Wait, what? That's it. That's they it. just they cry. Mike's in a corner. They Mike's cry in a, in a tent cor- okay. and then Mike's in a corner. Okay. Someone all grabs right. a map, rips it up, and throws in uh, in the river. Like, all I know like about opening. that movie is just a bunch of people running around with night vision cameras in the forest. It was way ahead of its time. I'll give it that. It, yeah. it was found footage films before that even was a name. Yeah, found footage that really well, took did. off with uh, paranormal, paranormal activity. That and Cloverfield was, I felt, yes. the one-two punch. I know a lot of phone. people hated Cloverfield, though, because they're like, this gives me a headache watching this. I, I mean, that's found footage films in a nutshell, though. Yeah. It, it was, was like, either God. you hate shaky cam as it's called or you love it you know what had really bad shaky cam brightburn i haven't watched that yet you haven't watched it yet like the shaky cam is like i usually am Mm -hmm. fine with shaky cam it was the worst in brightburn i didn't even notice have you ever watched the movie chronicle no you should watch that what happens in it chronicle is very much an akira movie it's an akira movie in every way except name <laughs> it's like kids I'll have to watch it then yeah kill kids develop psychic powers and it it is like a found footage type film that's i felt really well done i should watch that yeah i don't know like i to me i still think uh cloverfield is the golden standard of found footage in a like big blockbuster type movie I feel like they did a really, really fantastic job with it in that. I don't think I've really seen anything else since that. You'll change your mind when you watch Chronicle. (laughs) (laughs) At least I I don't know. I really liked Chronicle. My boy TJ Miller was a pro camera operator. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) What? That wasn't TJ Miller in Cloverfield? I'm pretty sure it was. It was not. Either way, he's a sociopath. It was TJ Miller. What the fuck? You were wrong. Wow questioning my movie knowledge over here <laughs> cloverfield's one of my favorite movies come on i thought they showed yeah. something you would really like here at e3 uh halo infinite yeah i'm i'm like i mean i'm they still didn't really just, show much yeah, but it was a cinematic i mean it's hard for me to say Ooh. like chief is lost in outer space Ooh. It, <laughs> again he's gonna have to finish the fight though cortana's don't dead? forget his question mark. <laughs> his his split personality. One one part's dead. So I that's grave mind. It's hard. It's yeah. It's hard for me to like be like yeah. This is like my top thing of E three because like I'm already hyped for Halo Infinite. Like there's no more hyped I can get at this point and it's for a new Halo coming game. to the new Xbox, whatever have that's going to be called. Have you even played the last Halo game? Halo nope. Five. I haven't so- finished it. <laughs> I'm. I will finish because I, I love this Halo. Will be better than Halo Five. Halo Five was probably the worst Halo game. I've heard it has really good shooting, but I haven't played it. It has fantastic shooting, but it's just there. There are too many like dumb, weird, like boss fight type things in it, and I don't like. I don't like it. Halo mm. Five doesn't quite feel like a Halo game to me. I don't know. It's but this, like I said, but the it's shooting, the fifth Halo. Game. It, it feels like the shooting <laughs> does feel good. It just doesn't feel like a Halo game. I don't know. I I don't like the forerunner weapons at mm-hmm. all. I I was kind of I don't like the forerunners at all. I was a little lukewarm on four. I never. I haven't played five yet. I really. I did like four, but even in four, I did. I don't like the forerunner weapons. Just 
See, this is something I'm trying to get to this with gears. I'm trying to me try to make me and my hyped out. Well, me and my two friends are trying to get through those games like because they haven't played all of them. And I just haven't played for gears. I haven't played gears Four, and for Halo. I haven't played Halo five. You know what? Halo needs active reload (laughs) and cover fire. Cover fire and active reload. And, and Locus. I thought the, <laughs> that I would, thought the whole point of Halo was to never have cover fire. <laughs> yeah, you're a badass. You don't need to cover fire. Yeah, why no, do you needs, need to do that pussy okay, So much for. overshield. It needs it needs active reload. That's all you need. Um, that would fix Halo 5. <laughs> Which is, that was my hugest problem back in the day with ODST, because you weren't. You were, you were actually like... That's what made that game so good, because did, you're like, I, I'm, I'm not so, messed, I'm not the chief anymore. I'm, uh, I'm uh, not, I was not used to not being able to go up and throat punch people, I'm and a, that's being the way I would play the game. I'm a fleshy bag of meat that can be thrown across the room by an elite. <laughs> Yum. So, <laughs> we're gonna move on, but, uh, my Get hype for Halo. <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons actually looks really good. It's wait. So is it is it is it straight up called Minecraft Dungeons? Because I yes. keep I kept hearing it called uh, 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 what, Dia- Minecraft Diablo. Diablo Craft yeah, is what I Diablo called it. Diablo Craft. And you're not the only person that said that. It's, too. I'm I'm not an original person. Nobody is an. Original I was like, person. look how generic this is, and I mean, yeah, it's Diablo Craft. How many? It's, how many? Uh, it's. An unashamedly Diablo-like ripoff, yeah. and that's good. Have you ever, like, gone on Reddit and, like, look at a post and then had a comment that you want to type pop up in your head? And, and you it's go the to top comments, comment? It's a top fucking comment. You're like, well, fuck me. I'm just a piece of shit. I don't have anything original to say ever. <laughs> You're not first. You should have been first. <laughs> Should You're not been, one of the knights of new. I, I, I <laughs> God, I try browsing new, and it's just, it's... There's so much. There's too much. It's, you, can't, you can't do it. You can't. It's it's like placing bets on the stock market. Like, which one am I gonna? What's which? Which one am I gonna comment on and ride to the top? <laughs> None of them. Okay. <laughs> I'll do some of these next ones pretty quick because there's not too too much to say about them. Uh, Tales of Arise, Dying Light Two, Cyberpunk 2077, and Fantasy Star Online Two. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, Keanu Reeves on stage. He Whoa. was Keanu. I mean, people were losing their he minds. Was he was cool. Yes, he was. Breathtaking. He's a celebrity and he's in a video game. I mean, Cyberpunk looks really good, but I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna sit around and have a circle jerk about how good it looks. The only person <laughs> that they could have gotten that the crowd would have lost their mind over Danny DeVito more <laughs> would have been. Danny DeVito and Cyberpunk. I have something good to tell you, but it would have been it would have been Tom Hiddleston. Everybody would have fucking lost their shit. But no. Uh, speaking of Danny DeVito, uh, Disney announced that they are going to do a, a live action Hercules, and Danny DeVito will be the ghost. Yes, so, <laughs> yes, he had to be. Somebody, somebody listened. Somebody fucking. But here, it gets, this might be the only gets, live action one I'll go to. It gets better. Guess who's playing Hades? Is it actually James Woods? No. Oh, oh God. What the fuck? No, wait. It's Jeff Goldblum. No. No. But it's it's Jeff Goldblum voiced by like James you, Woods. <laughs> <laughs> you hyped that up in such the wrong way. You're like, yeah, this character is the actual actor that voiced him in the video in, or in the cartoon movie. Guess who plays Hades? 
not this person who voiced him in the movie. It's, I like Jeff Goldblum, and I thought you did yeah. too. We're I never going to get through this. We are never going to get through this list. Guess who Hercules? Hercules is going to be Chris Pratt. I love. That's Jeff terrible. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. But do you know who Jeff Gloom... Blo- Can we talk about Fantasy Star Online too? <laughs> no. Do you Can know we who, get back to no. the game? Do you know who Jeff Goldblum isn't? He isn't Hades. God damn James it. James Woods owns a high school in a show. <laughs> okay, I'm, let's I'm, get to, to the video game. Tales of Arise looks cool. This is going to be like a six-hour podcast. Right? Yeah, 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 anime. Like, you good. like anime? You, you like anime, Frost? You I like fucking, anime. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, we don't have to do the like the, do the recording all at once. We're we doing can, all the recording right now. We could like split this up over a couple of days. I'm and now all, we're going to okay talk about that. Battle. T- well, actually, it's Fantasy Star Online Two is finally coming to the U.S. Uh, but Woo! yeah, people are some people are really excited about that. Woo! I'm not in particular really really excited about that. But hey, some of our listeners might be. So I'm just mentioning it. Um. Yeah, but Battletoads. Battletoads. Um. I actually don't think this looks great uh, womp, visually. Womp. It's uh. I think the art style is really a travesty. It's <laughs> a swing yeah, and a it miss. It looks really unappetizing. Uh, they, I feel they. It looks similar to what happened with the Ninja Turtles. If you've seen what's happening to the current Ninja uh, Turtles, that they're super angular and blocky and that's like what they, I, that's what they're doing with like um, Teen seen, Titans Go too. It's the same thing. The Cal art style, as it's being called. Um, but th- this in particular, I just I, like. I'll wait to pass judgment till the game's actually out in terms of gameplay and how closely it is to Battletoads, but I'm not pleased with the aesthetic of it. Um, Marcus is not pleased. And I'm a huge Battletoads nut. Um, Get the melt stick. There's a Jeff Goldblum reference. You've been talking about a new Battletoads game for as long as I've known you. This is not what I wanted because I want (laughs) what I wanted was I still they said it was going to be 2.5D, which I mean it is, but I wanted the toads to be rendered in 3D and maybe have a layer of cell shading over them. Yeah. At the very least, if they were going to go a cartoony route, if they're going to go a more serious route have real good 3D and uh it's like it's not like we don't have the technology. The uh <laughs> God of War artist Raf, he did a 3D mock-up in ZBrush of the Toads and it looks mind-blowingly good. Like everything that guy does looks mind-blowingly good. I mean, it takes him like an hour to do it. It's nuts. Yeah, he's an insanely talented artist, but I I follow him on Twitter cuz he has I could real spend good art. my entire life trying to create one I, thing that he did. On Twitter, I put a like on it and also retweeted it. Um, so, yeah, if you follow me, you can see it. But How, Does anyone even follow you? No, not really. <laughs> you don't even have a profile picture. I know. I mean, if this were old Twitter... I was going to change you, it to a toad, but... If, if, it, if this were old Twitter, you would be an egg. Perfect. <laughs> I was an egg for a long Perfection. time. Yeah, now they changed it. Now they don't have the eggs anymore. Um, and th- this announcement caught probably everyone off guard because who the frick saw this coming? Microsoft Flight Simulator, baby. Okay. <laughs> I know Flight Sim nuts lost their mind with this. Um, I know Is a lot it of people because they like, just haven't come out with a new one in a while, or yeah, and I mean it's also what the last one was like what two thousand eight. <laughs> it's one of the best flight simulator games. I know that. So I know a lot of people, people are put a lot of money into their uh, their home cockpits for this type of stuff. So it's good stuff. 
Then uh, I'll just do some more rapid fire ones. The Outer Worlds, Bleeding Whoop. Edge, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Psychonauts 2, yeah. Age of Empires 2, Forza 4, Lego Speed Champions. Yeah, that's weird. Um, anybody <laughs> want to talk about any of those in particular? I mean, it's kind of cool that they're doing a weird Lego tie-in with Forza. I mean, they're just kind of going way out there with the uh, the weird stuff, which I like. It's cool. It, that was like, they had that, I, I was like, oh great, another car, and then smashing it was a Lego through, car. It was a giant through, Lego car. Which you can play, stage. you can drive the Lego car in the regular area of the game. Yeah, this seems like a really cool, cool dumb wanna, thing that they're doing. I want to smash through Lego walls. And that uh, Age of Empires 2 uh, getting remastered looks good. It's good. I love Age of Empires 2 is one of my I, favorite RTSs. I was disappointed that the trailer they showed didn't show the Corvettes. Because <laughs> that's we all know that's the coolest part of that game. Oh no, you gave me a sudden like <laughs> fear in my head that like the Corvette will be DLC instead of a cheat code. Oh, it'll be in there. It has to be. Oh my god. I'm, I'm if it's, it's so not, stupid. I'm gonna it's it got it better be. If it's not in there, is it I thought it was is it actually a Corvette? I thought it was like a Dodge Viper. I always heard Corvette. When I played, because hmm. I thought the cheat suggested it was a Corvette. What was it that you had to type in for it? Was it like big money? I can't remember what the code it's was. Been a long time. WDDQD. <laughs> no, that's for God mode in a different game. <laughs> in Doom. <laughs> Wait. Good job, Marcus. Um, Psychonauts 2 looked great. Um, this was a fig campaign, um, which. Just going to cover the other shocking thing. Uh, Microsoft uh, owns Double Fine now. Tim Schafer came out on stage. Yeah, that was... I'm a little disappointed because I really like Double Fine. Not not like I have any issue with Microsoft taking them, but uh, I think it's a good fit. It's just they've... It, it'll be weird that they're now a Microsoft exclusive. Um, not Psychonauts 2 won't be, but... It's a Cobra car is what they're calling it. I so I, I see why you would think it was a viper. It's a cobra. <laughs> um, that was the sound of uh, that was the sound of anxiety and death. So yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a Shelby Cobra. Is what it was modeled after. So we're all wrong. <laughs> we all remember speak things for, differently. Is this the Mandela your, effect? Speak for yourself. I didn't even say anything about it. I just asked what the cheat code was. I'm pretty sure. It was. How do you turn this on? No, just everybody called it. It's just all my friends always called it the Corvette, but everybody's got difference in opinion. Um, Bleeding Edge looked interesting. Um, I'm not super jazzed about this, but four v four game. Um, it had a motorcycle lady, like a a person who turned into a motorcycle. The trailer had some really gritty, cool looking stuff. Uh, obviously, our esports people will care about it <laughs> more than I do. But, but nobody's talking to me, so um, I guess I just, I'll just <laughs> talk over here myself. I'll just go through the rest of these. Uh, the, I'll what just go through next? the whole. No, I'm just going to go through the whole list. Um, <laughs> Legend of Right, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Way to the Woods, Gears Pop. Yeah, Gears of Pop. Borderlands 3, Wasteland 3, Project Scarlet, Double Fine Productions. Xbox Elite Series 2 controller, Xbox Game Pass, X Cloud, and then moving on into the Bethesda, you got hey, Doom wait, Return. No, no, <laughs> you're not going to pass over that stuff. No. Well, that's what you get for not talking to me and interacting. You need to interact with me, please, for the love of God. Gears Pop looked like a giant piece of shit, more yeah, so than I could ever oh imagine. Oh my God, this is a train wreck of a game. Borderlands 3 still looks good, but I don't want to dwell too much on that. Wasteland 3 looks real good. Uh, that was another fig campaign. 
Uh, you're in Colorado. Yeah, you're in Colorado <laughs> Springs during a nuclear winter. It looks really good. Yeah, cool. It's looks more so. wastelands. Yep. Wastelands. <laughs> the the precursor to Fallout. Um, but apparently nobody here cares. <laughs> Just, uh, wait, what? Nah. Uh, Project Scarlet, the new Xbox. It's um, going to be, how many, how many teraflops does that have? I don't know. It'll be too Xbox many. 2. Um, too many. Um, they, they announced it has an SSD. No surprise to anybody. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting how... They I said mean, better visuals and better processing than the current Xbox One and One X. Well, no shit. Yeah, that's kind of... Um, yeah, that's that's the dumb claim to make because, I mean, it damn well better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm always excited for a new powerful Xbox console. I, I love Xbox. I don't, I don't know if I have too much to say about it yet because it's just I don't know. They but I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they they also talked about Xbox Game Pass coming to PC. It cost yes. 9.99, so $10 it's the same as Game Pass on Xbox and it is not combined. But you can buy a combined one. Yes. That is 14.99 a month. Um what Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is it's called? Yes. Yeah. Which it, I mean, that's actually not a bad deal, to be honest. Yeah. If you're playing games on both PC and Xbox, it's a good deal. Uh, I definitely get my money's worth on the Xbox version. So. Yeah. I, I I will consider upgrading if I start playing more PC games. Yeah. But currently, um, and I actually think their PC offerings are pretty decent. So. Yeah. So, I I think probably strangely kind of bigger. <laughs> Bigger news than them talking about the Scarlet. Um, they bought Double Fine. I mentioned that a minute ago. Yeah. But you didn't listen. Well, you, you scrolled right through. <laughs> no, I didn't. I mentioned that back when I was talking about Psychonauts 2. He Wait, did. I just didn't have anything to say about it. I was it. like, oh. Microsoft bought Double Fine, and that was a real surprise. And I'm sad. Oh, okay. I was, and I, and I, was try, I, was look, I was trying to look up I for... I just don't know about a lot okay, of stuff. Tim Schaefer on stage. Tim Schaefer was hanging out with Jack Black. Jack Black was sporting a double fine shirt. Why was that? Maybe because Brutal Legend? Maybe (laughs) Brutal Legend 2? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Probably not. Um, When Easter eggs show up in real life. I love Tim Schaefer. Uh, Yeah, sorry. I was looking up uh, the cheat code for the Age of Empires thing, so... And I liked how during their press conference, though, xCloud was literally a footnote. It was They were like, xCloud, our cloud service. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, then, I don't know. So, so what, what's, why are you sad about the, because I didn't ask you about this because I wanted to say it for the podcast. Okay. You brought just, it up how it's sad. Just to reiterate what I just said, because I did just say all this. I'm sad because Double Fine has to like obviously been on everything, so it's really weird that now they're going to be a Microsoft exclusive. I do think it's a good fit because they, I think their games are look very. They have that Xbox feel to them. Yeah. They always have, have. But I think of games like Costume Quest or uh, Broken Age, that or even I mean Psychonauts Two, as I just said, was is not going to be under the umbrella, so it's it's not going to be a Microsoft exclusive by any means. Is but, that just because it was they started I mean, before? Yes, and it was a fig campaign. So, oh okay. But any case, anyway, um, they yeah. I, th- I think I I think this is a very good fit. But when you, I do think Psychonauts, the console I think of that the most on is actually PS2. But that's just my opinion. I'm sure most people would think of whatever console they played it on. 
maybe was it PC. even on Xbox? I'm pretty sure it was on remember. Xbox. I never played the the first, so. In any case, I like I said, I, I'm just a little sad to know that going forward, I'll have to play Tim Schafer's games like a massive chalice on a PC slash Xbox. Um, like I said, though, it it is a really good fit. It, I don't know. I I still think that there'll be somewhere in the future where they'll still put games out on other consoles. You're right on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know. I just I think they'll put games out on other consoles because I mean, yeah, it, it's becoming Microsoft's been the chillest with its IPs. Yeah, and and I just think that in the end, Microsoft is rapidly moving towards games as a service rather than being an ecosystem where people have to have your hardware. Which you have a lot of comments on that, but we'll get to that later. Yes. A game, um, on a, game, a whole games as a service conversation. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, how about them? How about them Xbox controllers? Yeah, so Xbox Elite Series 2 controllers, they uh, look real good. Yes. You have that... Uh, you can adjust the tension yep. in the fucking thumbsticks. Yeah, they look... Like, that's intense. Like a real sexy premium product. And I've... Hearing from people who were actually at E3, at least that I've seen on around Twitter, that it is better than the other controller in every possible oh way. Um, and like they, the as I've said several times on this podcast, the original Elite controller is like the best controller I've ever used. So like this makes me super hyped for this controller, and it has Bluetooth because the, the original Elite came out like months before they started make manufacturing Bluetooth Xbox One controllers. Bluetooth is what uh, the people crave. That's what they need. It's what plants crave. Yeah. Like Gatorade. Yeah. Um, it has any- the electrolytes <laughs> in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's really cool. And so that, in addition to uh, the other news, the all Xbox One controllers will be forward compatible with Project Scarlet. Xbox Two. Xbox Two. No, I, I think uh, my code name Xbox Quantum is what it's going to be. I that's the be- that's the best possible future. Xbox Quantum. Just drop the numbers. Just Xbox Quantum. <laughs> Because if you're observing it, the number changes. It's so cool. Um, Quantum Cola. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that covers the yeah, Xbox stuff. Yeah, that's all of Xbox stuff. Oh, Microsoft. Um, Microsoft. If, uh, if any of that interests you, go watch their press conference. I'm sure people already have. Uh, we're just giving our impressions on some of these things that were shown. Yes. Which is why this is the longest podcast we've ever done. Um <laughs> Later that day, though, Bethesda went, uh, they, they didn't really have too much, but we're still going to cover it because we're going to cover everything. Everything. Um, even the stuff that you think you didn't even know <laughs> happened is going to be covered right here. There was a lot of stuff. There's uh, so much stuff. <laughs> there was a lot of Doom Eternal gameplay that they showed. Yes. That game looks really badass. Doom Eternal. You have a hook. It's very fast. You're Pathfinder now. Mick Gordon's music is just blasting. Oh, my God. I was hoping we would hear his... Uh, the uh, what death growl like he had a whole chorus of people who could do yeah metal screams yes, yes. and I want to hear that so bad fucking BFG ten thousand God I'm just I just love there's you there's angels and demons in it oh my God. it's gonna as much as I know some people don't like that direction I'm like this is gonna be oh, so no. metal Fuck, I can't wait I mean, Doom guy is like. 
right now he's like the new master chief. I mean, he's, <laughs> he puts himself inside the BFG 10,000 and shoots himself into space, into another spacecraft, master chief style. Like we all know the best part of Halo 3 is when he's flying through space by himself to finish the fight. And, this is and Doom like, guy's out there. He's finishing the fight. First, Doom exists. Then Halo borrows from Doom, clearly. Yeah. And now... Yeah, now it's, it's, we've gone full circle. Now we're back to Doom, baby. <laughs> we're going... We're Doom guy's king right now. God, this game looks so good. I mean, it looks so fast-paced. I love the weapons in it. Like, I felt like so much, like, nostalgia for classic shooters just watching it. Like, how they've managed to pull off the classic fast-paced shooter game with modern graphics is just amazing. It's just... Uh, there's going to be so many cool execution animations. Ah, <laughs> uh. oh, the chainsaws. That was... I mean, that was a good thing. That was one of the best parts of Gears of War because you had the freaking Chainsaw bayonets. Those uh. were the best. Those were the best. Love them. So, um, I just want to say I called this, um, but Fallout 76, Wastelander <laughs> slash Nuclear Winter. Oh, when I saw um, that, I was like, fuck you, Marcus. So, fuck you. You made this happen. <laughs> Fallout 76 is adding a battle royale mode of 52 players. Um, it has a free-to-play period from the 10th to, to the 17th. So, it's so fucking arbitrary. Why, if, if you're going to 52, why not just make it 76? They don't. That would be smart, but they don't got that those player numbers. Um, <laughs> Maybe they would if they made it seventy six <laughs> players. People are like, oh, that's that's kind of funny. The name is Fallout seventy six, and the battle royale mode is seventy six players. But yeah, I joked about this on the last cast, and yeah, and then it happened. Yep. Uh, Elder Scrolls Blades on Switch, or as they announced on say, Switch Blades, is what they said. No. Yep. Um, Elder Scrolls Online Scalebreaker Dungeon. So this was more for Elder Scrolls Online, the elsewhere yeah. stuff that it, it, essentially everybody already knew about this stuff. It's just they obviously had to showing it. it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Elder Scrolls Legends Moon Moons of Elsewhere expansion. Uh, more to that card game yep. that they have. Uh, then they announced two Wolfenstein games. Um, I hesitate to call it that, but they announced uh, <laughs> Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot, which is a VR game. It looks pretty cool as far as VR games go. Yeah. It. it I mean, you, you look like you're controlling a mech and blast and everything. And then Wolfenstein Youngblood, they showed more of that. And that game looks super cool. Uh, you play as... Uh, BJ Blazkowicz, uh twin daughters. It looks so awesome. I, I need to finish... <laughs> Wolfenstein 2 though uh, me too <laughs> I'm like super behind on a lot of those Bethesda games uh, Rage 2 DLC was outlined Rise of the Ghost um, it <laughs> honestly I thought I thought this was one of the best trailers they've done it was real comical and it was very much like the too many cooks in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was very much in that vein of humor and but it wasn't very informative of what's going on story-wise for that. It, it looked like there's a lot of new powers and cool shit, but it's DLC. But the the most exciting thing, uh, in my opinion, that they showed was Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, this that looks look, so fucking cool. It's Hawkeye's adventures while he's in Japan during... <laughs> <laughs> is what it looked like to me yeah. dur during Avengers <laughs> but what was it that she said like 
oh, she said something like basically it's going to be spooky. Yeah, like she, she said something. She said, she said something spooky. so funny. Akuni is she is like she was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> There's so much art of her now floating around. Oh god, she was adorable. <laughs> she was because it was like it's supposed to be a horror game, and she was like, "It's going to be spooky. It's going to be spooky." <laughs> oh man, God bless your cute little soul. I followed her on Twitter. Um, <laughs> she, she, I guess, is the artist. Uh, the she was the art director on Okami. Oh, okay. Yeah, like she's she's been an art director on several games, but uh, she like, didn't seem like she was that old. Wow. Yeah, she must. I mean, she must have done that when she was really young. But I don't know. Um, no offense to Asian any of our Asian listeners, but uh, they stay young forever. <laughs> it's it, it's that common joke of like they stay young forever and then they hit like fifty two and then they're suddenly like grandma status. It's yeah. There's like a comic artist that did that, like just age like twenty, thirty, forty, and then fifty. Uh, they like just, shrink two feet, just shriveled into a raisin. What else? Death Loop is the new game being made by Arcane. Looks really cool, but. So, as it is a new IP like Ghostwire, um, it's hard to say. And you know what's interesting? So this isn't the... I swear a lot of games seem to be like a Russian doll or like Groundhog's Day type death loop, if you will. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was quite a few that covered that. Outer Wilds. Yeah, so it's... Which I was playing before we started recording. <laughs> well, and that new Annapurna game that's coming. There, There's like a few of these that look like they're you're stuck in a time loop of some kind. It, it's a common It's just popular right all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, shut off a new... I know, I know a lot of people are real hyped for this. Um, I'm too young to really remember uh, Commander Keen, but they announced a new Commander Keen thing that's a phone game. Um, I, it sounds like a lot of people are actually disappointed that it's a phone game, but I know he was the Commander King was what everyone has phones. It just it looks not so. <laughs> I'm just great, I'm but, just making fun of the Diablo yes. thing. What you guys don't have phones? It's just uh, this isn't yeah. really April Fool's joke. Commander King was such a like '90s, like early early '90s thing. Um, and he was like the forerunner before Doom. Yeah, it sounds vaguely familiar to me. There is, which I'm pretty sure it's confirmed now, or like going to be. They're going to build it into the lore, but it was always rumored that he was like Doom Guy's grandfather, is Commander Keen. Um, yeah. And more so, it's that uh, he's BJ Blazkowicz's grandson, and so tying all those characters together. So BJ Blazkowicz from Wolfenstein, Commander Keen, and Doom Guy. All canon in the same universe. What but, a fucked oh, shit, up universe. I think, go ahead. I just I said what a, what a fucked up universe. That's all I said. Oh, I didn't hear. I I think I think Commander Keen is the very first video game I've ever played. It probably was because like I've always had like images. Like I'm looking it up now. Like I've always had like images like this. Like in my head, I'm like, what was that fucking video game called? Now I know. I just discovered on to on today's podcast that my first video game was Commander Keen. It's a weird game, but I know some people who were probably six or seven, a little bit older than us when that came out, have a lot of nostalgia for it. And like I said, it's it's always been 
speculated that Commander Keen and Doom Guy are related, and it seems like they're building that into the canon. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, as I, I just said that. Uh, yeah, BJ. He's like BJ Blazkowicz's grandson. Huh. And that they're tying, they're making a through line with that. Really. So BJ Blazkowicz from Wolfenstein to Commander Keen, and then Commander Keen to <laughs> so Doom they're, Guy. They're all going to be related. Yep. That's, That's weird. That's the theory. That's like been kind of a running like theory amongst the old games, but it I wouldn't doubt they're building that into all these reboots. That is, yeah, that's weird. And probably the uh, strangest thing that wasn't super shown, uh, but game streaming Orion, that is like their version of a Stadia, basically. And they said it has no leg, and it's. Oh my god! They're all going to say it's not. I know. Happen. It's no. It's it's it physically impossible. <laughs> yeah, they said uh, 4K streaming, and they did a. They talked a lot about how they've always been the company to innovate and as much as i hate that bethesda kind of takes company that they take credit for companies that they've purchased so they (laughs) they were up there being like we invented the first person shooter genre and i was like well it did but you guys own it so i guess you did and we, we had we invented the first vr and it's like all these things like i you're taking credit for you're kind of overreaching a bit in my opinion yeah, kind of. I don't. So if, they, if, they showed this running on a phone and playing Doom without any leg, but it's it, like it's a stage demo. It's so easy to fake that. Yeah, I I don't I don't trust stage demos, especially. They're, they were just like, look how smooth that is, and it's like it's like I want to see yeah. these streaming things in someone's house on regular ass internet, not on the stage. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, or in a, at a convention, at some sort of conference, or um, it, this could have been showcase. uber faked. Yeah, um, and then the next showcase. Uh, this was not directly E three, but E three adjacent type stuff. But uh, Devolver Digital always does their little jokey thing. Yeah, um, which was pretty funny. They didn't have too much to announce, really. They had a Devolver Bootleg, which is already out, which is I think eight Devolver games that are like they're eight ripoffs of Devolver games that are in a single package. <laughs> That's great. It it looks like the proper amount of stupid. Um, there's a game called Fall Guys, which is a battle royale game where you're like jelly beans. You're jelly bean looking people. <laughs> I, I don't. Do they fall? Yeah, it's an interesting looking thing. Uh, Carry on, which is it? This game looks. You, it's a game where you play as the villain. You you are the bad guy. So it looked like a carnage game to me. Like you hmm. you look like you were just sticking around grabbing people eating them getting bigger and just you're spider-manning around the environment (laughs) it looked kind of crazy and uh enter the gungeon house of the gun dead is a light gun game for arcades really wow that based off of obviously coming exclusively to dave and busters near you it looked super cool it cost five (laughs) dollars probably (laughs) to play it looks super cool but i unfortunately will never see this thing probably not and then they showed the messenger dlc picnic panic which is that (laughs) beach 
DLC for the Messenger. I'm really excited. It's a free DLC for oh, the really? Messenger. Nice. So I've been really excited for that, but I've also I'll, talked about that I'll on prob- the cast before. Probably never play play it because I don't see, I can't beat the Messenger. <laughs> All right, so we should probably take a break. Some may never know the sweet, succulent taste and smell of ham, but there is one thing that any with an open heart and mind may one day know the aromatic trip to Flavortown of. My audio-visual internet videos that don't have intrinsic smell or taste. Hi there, welcome to Denny's. I'm Aaron. I'll be your server today. Oh yeah, and get this, I run a YouTube channel called Lofty Smalls. Crazy, right? I'm an absolute unit at search engine optimization, so if you want to look me up, all it takes is a search of my channel name into any functional search engine, and I'm literally the only thing that comes up. Or you can find me at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake if you prefer. That's one Lofty Smalls trademark at your service. I like to describe my content as video game essays with a hefty portion of shitpost mixed in. Like a dollop of daisy in your chili on a cold winter's morn. And I'm literally getting snowed in as we speak. Please send help. Or that me that Girder makes with juniper berries mixed in. Again, that's Lofty Smalls trademark at youtube.com slash C slash waffle cake. Well, I think I'll be on my way now. I've got a batch of cookies in the oven that every person who subscribes to me in the next 10 milliseconds will have instantly appear in their bloodstream. Good luck, you fucking weirdos. Thank you, and ta-ta! Cheerio! Have a nice day now! Oh, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Thanks for having me, LGA. Alright, and we're back with more E3 coverage. And it's the, here now. This is the coverage for Monday the tenth. Gonna start off with Ubisoft. There was Watch Dogs Legion. You can control every NPC. Yeah, this was probably the longest thing they showed. They showed a lot of gameplay for this. It looks real cool. I'm act, like I haven't played Watch Dogs one or two, even though I know a lot of people say two is really cool. Uh, this looks amazing. Yeah, I, I'm really stoked for this. Them um, grandma kicks. <laughs> uh, when I was listening to Giant Bomb, there's one guy that mentioned like I have, I have one request. Apparently, there was a NPC in Watch Dogs One that whose his 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 sole interest. I can't remember what the character's name was, but his sole interest was uh, getting. Oh fuck! What was it? Now I can't even remember. Well, never mind. I'm going to cut that out because that doesn't make any sense now. Yeah, this game looks cool. I'm I want to see it. I want to play it. Play every NPC. Be a grandma beating the crap out of everybody. Yep. <laughs> um. Otherwise, there was this was very Tom Clancy's heavy. Yes. Uh, showcase. Uh, they had Rainbow Six Quarantine, uh, Ghost Recon Break Breakpoint. Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. There was a Division Two DLC roadmap. Yep. There was Rainbow Six Siege, Year Four Phantom Sight. Um, so yeah, just it was so much Tom Clancy stuff, which is fine. I'm just I'm not particularly interested in Tom Clancy stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a different. It's definitely um, like its own. It, it, you have to be a fan of that stuff. It's a fan of war. My- <laughs> yeah, really, that's what it boils down to. Um, I think some of that stuff looks cool, but it's so far outside of my range. But they did show off a game called Gods and Monsters, which is being made by the 
Assassin's Creed team. Well, one of the Assassin's Creed teams. One of them. Um, that game looks super cool. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of information about it, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, it's kind of exactly what the name implies. It's gods versus monsters. Yeah. Or gods and monsters. It, so what's this uh, Roller Champions? Roller Champions is... Uh, have you ever heard of the game Kinetica? Probably not. Mm, not familiar. Okay, uh... Was this like a, one of those rollerblading... It's like a full body rollerblading roller derby type uh, thing. Roller derby, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So it's like that, but futuristic? Yeah. Okay, I'm down I'm This down seems with that. all right. Um, I, once again, I don't have too much to say about roller champions. <laughs> it's a competitive type game. It seems... Ubisoft always has like a wild card thing, and that was something like steep before. So on the competitive side of it, how about let's get a let's get a Sunset Overdrive champions just beat <laughs> trying to with energy drinks, more energy drinks, <laughs> energy drinks, um, grinding around on power lines, jet jet set radio future style, but you have to like keep a ball away from other people. I don't know. I don't know. This just it kind of loosely gives me Connecticut vibes, but it's not Connecticut. I only care about that when I hear anything roller related. That's all I care about. Uh, I don't remember Connecticut. It's a game you probably wouldn't remember. Not a lot of people do. It was a racing game, but you were like futuristic, full body roller suits. I may have played this. Let me see. It was by Sony Santa Monica. Yeah, I think I played this. <laughs> Um, they showed off Assassin's Creed Odyssey creator mode. This lets you create and share quest. You can make your own quest. How, what was, what is it? What do you do? What are you, you doing? You can build your own quest and share it across the internet. But how? Like you just, you're just, are you creating fetch quests? What is this? You can build your own storied quest. You could have somebody made one where you just Spartan kick your family off a cliff. <laughs> Do you are you designing the world or is it just existing within the world? It's existing assets. Okay. And I know some people were like, well, no wonder all the quests are so samey because they're this is they're just their, using this to yeah, make the it's, game. It's the, we are just getting their creator tools, <laughs> which I'm like, I'm fine with it. This it's not going to be game changing, but you can make cool, stupid stuff. And that that's, it's not quite out on consoles. It's still in beta actually, but it's on PC. It just kind of, uh, gives me like Minecraft adventure map vibes. Have you ever seen those? No. People will literally, they'll, they'll create worlds from the ground up in Minecraft, like design them the way that they want. And you load up the map and there are certain rules where like, Obviously, like certain areas you won't be able to break blocks on just the way the map is designed. So you just travel through and the whole story is told via since there's no like voice acting or anything like that in the game. Um, the stories are told through uh, signs that you have to read. Huh. But it, let's, I've watched I've watched a few Let's Plays in my years of those and people put a lot of creativity into them. It's, they're all right. I'd be interested. I'm interested to see what people do with this. I think, yeah. I mean, well, this seems cool like stuff. it seems like it has the ability to be a lot better than Minecraft story maps, <laughs> adventure maps. So, so I, I had been playing more Assassin's Creed Odyssey. There is 
some free like DLC stuff that's in there. Uh, but and I only bring this up because the in relation to the create a quest thing, there, there's a quest called a really bad day, or maybe it's a, a really really bad day. <laughs> but in any case, it's probably the funniest quest line I've ever done. You you go to this town and you talk to this guy and he's like. The eagle bearer was helping me and you're like, the eagle bearer couldn't be helping you because I'm the eagle bearer. <laughs> and you find out there's an uh, imposter eagle bearer and they, they say he has a bird, but I'll get to that. <laughs> so they, they he sends you on this. They're like, pirates are going to attack in a couple days. So you go, you go out in your boat and you stop the, in quotes, you stop the pirates from attacking you end up actually killing the reinforcements that were sent. Oh, no. <laughs> then they're like, okay, well, we need to arm all the people in the town, so you need to, like, talk with the blacksmith. You talk to the blacksmith, and he, the fake eagle, the imposter eagle bearer uh, made him go blind by setting off, like, something bad in his forge, <laughs> make, making an explosion happen in his forge. So you're trying to help him, because he's like, I can still make stuff, and you... Uh, you accidentally end up killing him. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you go to get this this lady. Her horse got stolen, so you get it back. And then she feeds it this weird thing, and you're like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Hey, the other eagle bearer told me it would turn my horse in, into a Pegasus, oh my and god. she rides the horse off a cliff." Oh my god! And then another person says this helmet that was sold to him by the false eagle bearer makes him immortal, and yeah, he, you end up killing him. So <laughs> yeah, everything goes wrong, uh, and I just found that hilarious. And I don't know if this was maybe demoing like the type of dumb quest you could make with the Assassin's Creed creator stuff, but probably the best part of that too is I met I when you finally meet up with the imposter eagle bearer. The bird he has is a chicken. <laughs> a man and his bird. Oh, so funny. I ended up having sex with that guy. <laughs> God. He's on my boat. Your boat? Yep. He's one of my crew members. Well, then. I find that hilarious. Anyway, probably the last thing that Ubisoft did uh, was announce Uplay Plus, which is a subscription service that costs $15 a month, which this is... We are at an infinite crisis of subscription services. Everybody's releasing their own subscriptions. Yes, services. it's terrifying. I also hear this is terrible for developers. Um, subscription-based services are just... They aren't making any money at this point. They're, it's basically yeah. a win for consumers and a loss for developers. That's the thing I was kind of worried about, especially with like the, the new streaming ones, because it's like... Music artists make pennies on the dollar for music streams stuff on stuff on like Spotify. Yeah. And Most now this is movie. that, but for video games. Well, and even movie and TV creators for yeah. stuff like Netflix and Hulu aren't really making... Unless you're getting ridiculous amounts of views, you're not really making a lot of money. Um, and that's now going to happen to the games industry. So very real fears going forward since everything's going to be a subscription. You have... This you this you play one. Their EA has theirs. There is the Stadia one that's coming. Uh, there's Game, Game Pass. Pass. Uh, there is Sony's uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Now. now. It, it's we are at an infinite crisis of too many subscription <laughs> services. That's and especially in the TV area too. Yeah, it. God, it's crazy. But I just fear for the developers not being able to make money. Yes, 
because obviously, as you can see, games cost a lot of money to make, and yeah, they cost way more than movies make or, or tend to cost. And now they're not going to be making any money. Well, as we, we've even talked about with stuff like Anthem, a lot of people were just signing up for EA's thing for the like ten, fifteen bucks yeah, just for one playing month, playing it, and, and then being like, nope. <laughs> yep. So, and, and that's what this creates is. You can, theoretically, a game comes out, you can just buy a month's worth of time, play it, and then cancel your service when you're done. Obviously, the plan is they want you to forget to cancel or stay on their service, maybe find something else you might want, but... Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, like, I really like having the Game Pass on my Xbox, I mean... What happens to the money if you pay... Because I know they got, they got to divvy out money. I don't know how they divvy out money, but it's got to be per game you play. Is like some games getting views similar to Netflix. Like they, the shows get money divvied out based on views. Yeah, I, I really don't know how it works for games. But um, I guess more or less my point is if you were to theoretically pay for Game Pass, but you didn't play anything that month through via Game Pass... Does that money just sit there? Is that just in Microsoft's pocket? It could be. I so, mean, yeah. Well, we don't again, know how they negotiated that on the back ends. That can create game dev problems. I mean, that would suck if you put your game on Game Pass and then, like, never saw any money from it because nobody actually played it on Game Pass. And then also if you didn't sell copies of it. Yes, that too. Or if you theoretically didn't sell copies and people only played it on Game Pass and you got pennies on the dollar instead yeah. of getting... Like a full 60 for your game. Well, I yeah. guess you would never get the full 60, but you didn't get the <laughs> portion of that. You'd get screwed. That's what you get. Um. So, yeah, that's uh, my soapbox on that. Uh, the, there was the PC gaming uh, thing. This actually caught me off guard with how good it was. There was a lot of really cool games shown here. Uh, I actually think this is the, like, diamond in the rough type scenario. Um, Age of Wonders Planetfall looks super cool. This is a new Age of Wonders game. It has, yeah. I mean, like laser beam raptors and, and yeah. so much cool stuff in that. Uh, auto Chess was talked about. I don't, I don't think it was shown, but it was talked about how Auto Chess is coming to the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Uh, and ob yeah, obviously this is a weird situation. They teamed up with the Chinese uh, production company, so... Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> what was a Dota two mod that, and now Dota two is making their own rendition of Auto Chest, which is going to be through, which the they also Steam like apparently store. kind of ha were in talks with the people that made the original it, mod too. So and I guess that fell apart because they those people teamed up with these Chinese. Yeah, and sounds like someone was going to give them more money. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just weird. It this is it it's real reminiscent of how Dota started in the first place and why we have something like League of Legends and Dota 2 and then Heroes of the Storm. All three of those games having a weird relationship within one another. Um Crisis Tales, this game was is a noted as a love letter to classic RPG games. It 
It looks visually very stunning, and it's a game that takes place in the past, present, and future all simultaneously. Wow. It looks super strange in how it functions. Um, I'm interested to see more of this. It's an indie game that I'm super interested in. Uh, Chris Tales. <laughs> this is called C-R-I-S Tales. <laughs> uh, Conan Chop Chop, which actually started as an April Fool's joke. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, wasn't this an April Fool's game? Yep, being made into a real game that wow. looks actually quite fun. It's a it, probably the best Conan game ever made. It <laughs> looks like you're just murdering a lot of things, collecting loot and... I can get behind that. Yeah, it looks like a very Newgrounds type game. Uh, visually, it's it's kind of stick-legged, running around. Nice. Sprites. Funny stuff. Uh, Chivalry 2, showing off. I don't know how that compares to Mordhau. Yeah, because I heard like Mordhau was supposed to be the like the new hotness, and now I guess people are Chivalry 2. Chivalry 2 looked pretty good from the trailer, but it's... I don't know. Those games exist we'll in a strange space. Yeah. People seem very satisfied with Mordhau, so if you like Chivalry, probably check that out while you're waiting for maybe Chivalry 2. <laughs> or maybe don't check out Chivalry 2 because you like Mordhau so much. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. We'll see where people end up. Uh, El Hijo, or Hijo. I think it's Hijo. Uh, this game you play as a kid who's like trying... He sounds like he's forced into this monastery and you're trying to escape the monastery. Like, uh, so is it like a first person or? No, it's, uh, almost looks like a point and click. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, this looks kind of reminiscent of something like Broken Age in terms of art. Looks a lot like Broken Age. Could the art looks then. really good for it. Uh, Evil Geniuses 2 World Domination. Uh, looks like more Evil Geniuses, which I know a lot of people liked. It's, I feel kind of a cult classic. I've never played Evil Geniuses. Same. I'm not familiar with that property whatsoever. Genesis Noir. This was the weirdest looking game to me. Um, it's a noir game that's like the Big Bang. It shows a gun being shot, and that's like the Big Bang, and like a whole <laughs> our whole universe is birthed into existence. It looks like a it's black and white, and <laughs> you're walking around the universe in a weird way. It looks so strange interesting yeah i don't it looks very high concept <laughs> to say the least grifflands this game looked like slay the spire but you have uh you can negotiate like get people on your team it looked like some of the negotiations or like probing people is also a card battling thing but also there is combat that is uses cards like slay the spire or uh steam world quest it that ga- it, this game looked really interesting to me. It kind of gave me real wastelandy type vibes. Oh uh, yeah, but this is a with card battling. <clears throat> this is uh, the next game by uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, but Clay K L E I, same makers as Don't Starve. Okay, it kind of looked a little like Don't Starve. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited for this because I'm interested to see what they do because they tend to create games that are very unforgiving in a really kind of humorous way. So it just looked like there's so many variants on like the, in the trailer they really just showed one situation and kind of all the ways you could approach the situation because it was like oh you can like negotiate with these people to maybe get around this fight you can talk to the people and rally them to for the fight you can just go into the fight like just you mano a mano yeah um it looks pretty interesting i mean i'm definitely gotta check this one out when it comes out because 
they they they're kind of a weird company. So, and I mean this realistically, and the reason I like this uh, the PC gaming showcase so much this year is they showed off so many indie titles where I felt a lot of the other showcases didn't have enough super interesting indie titles, and there was a lot of them here, which we'll we're gonna go over so many of them, but. Uh, I almost wonder if there's if they're gonna have like a weird, um, <clears throat> they do like these weird things like where in Don't Starve every single character's name starts with a W. I never knew that. Yeah, every single character's in every single character in Don't Starve starts with a W. Shows that I don't pay attention. <laughs> they they do weird little things like that, so I wonder kind of like what little hidden gems will be <laughs> in this. I don't know. It's on my watch list for sure. There, there's that and that Chris Tales, Christ Tales. I don't know. <laughs> Chris Tales, C R I S. Is that Chris Tales to you? It looks yeah, like that's Chris. Weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Christ. Christ. Last. Anyway, moving on. Last Oasis. Um, I don't have too much to say about that. Man yeah, Eater. This is one I have a lot to say about. Shark RPG. Yep. Oh my god. You get upgrades that you can like breathe longer on land, so oh you can god. eat people longer. <laughs> you can get metal teeth. Can you jump higher so you can jump onto a pier and just eat everybody? It sounded like it. You could get <laughs> yes. like a robotic tail. Oh my god, yes. But yeah, you start so as a your mecha jaws. I mean, the big joke is the baby shark thing. But <laughs> the, you do start as a baby shark that got injured by this, or maybe he killed your parents situation this evil so you vowed captain revenge man yeah so you're <laughs> as a shark gonna, and this kill is all humans man eater the shark pg as they called it uh shark rpg it's i love it i can't wait so cool looking uh midnight ghost hunt this is uh a mod called prop hunt has been very popular in the last yep. few so years somebody decided to make it into an actual game it's prop hunt meets ghostbusters yep i played a little bit of this uh because they did a, a beta, beta a oh, while ago i didn't know that uh yeah they did a beta so i mean it's it's really interesting because yeah i mean like you so you're you're high, for anyone who doesn't know prop hunt is a game where you are a ghost and you have to you basically possess an object and the ghost hunters have to come find you and they have to they use a weapon to um basically attack you um but the difference is in this it turns into full ghostbuster style where they're trying to suck you into a machine but as a ghost you can attack back in this yeah you could it looked like you could hurl items or yes. like you it's like full on like poltergeist type shit that you're doing and so looks really fun yeah it's, so it's like team versus team type stuff um i used to play a shitload of prop hunt so i'm and this was a really fun game so i'm definitely going to be getting this when it comes out because it was like they did a really good job with this there is a and the next game mosaic this was actually my number one in terms of most interesting from their showcase it looks a lot like inside um which oh okay yeah inside was by the same team that did limbo and you're escaping a factory. This very much had those vibes of people on cell phones and like really <laughs> dark, very minimalist art. World of goo. Yeah, like, I don't know. Go watch the trailer for this if you haven't. It looks really cool and interesting, very visually appealing. Uh, pure, uh, Mutant Year Zero Seed of Evil uh, DLC. Uh, for Mutant Year Zero, uh, which is very, 
very much like uh, XCOM or uh, or Shadowrun. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah X- XCOM or Shadowrun, very much like that. But you're kind of weird animal things. Uh, this trailer showed like a moose guy. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I need, I need antlers. to finish. Yeah, I need to finish Mutant Year Zero. I really enjoyed what I played, and I'm excited to play more. This DLC looks pretty good. Pira Spira. This is another. Uh, this is a AI terraforming game. So you, like from dust. You set, uh, yeah, a little bit. You send an AI down to a planet, and then you just t- try to terraform the planet because it sounds like almost like it's the trailer almost suggested that humanity's wiped out, but you're trying to set things up for the next people. <laughs> you're the you're the cleanup crew, kind of like the a mother in a way because you're. You're essentially like, we screwed up, but we'll like prevent them from making the same mistake, but we're going to terraform a planet. It, this actually seemed like a very you game, in my opinion. I'm, I might have to check that out. It looked very zoomed out because you terraform an entire planet. Yeah. Um, planet Zoo. We mentioned this before. Yeah. On last the last week. cast. Only, and the only reason I mentioned mm-hmm. it was just because of the fact that I played this shitty Zoo yeah. Tycoon game on Xbox Game Pass. And this was made by the same team that made Planet Coaster. A lot of people really loved Planet Coaster. So this looks incredible. I know they, when they were talking about it on the stage, they were, they were like, yeah, we went into heavy detail on all the animals because we feel... In building a zoo, you want to kind of learn about the animals as well, so they made it as realistic as possible. So the animals poop and everything. So <laughs> I don't know. It looked fun if you're into that kind of stuff. I'll have to ask our local zoo guy how he feels about this game. <laughs> local zoo guy. Your local zoo guy. Uh, Remnant from Ashes. I thought this game looked super cool, um, though it's. This is something that can go either right, like real right, or really wrong. <laughs> really bad or really good. It's a co-op third-person shooter. It looks very eldritch horror, so think a lot of Cthulhu-type monsters. I love me some Cthulhu. Um, and it has, like, boss fights that look like tiered boss fights, but it's, yeah, a third-person co-op shooter, so I don't know. it. it <laughs> the And I say this because... When they were talking about it, they say, like, all the monsters are in the game, but it sounded like no two playthroughs will be the same, because, like, you might fight this monster that functions this way, but it won't function that way in my game. It might be a friendly in my game. Oh, shit. So, that seems like stuff that could either go really right or super wrong, because it could just be that everything's too generic and not doesn't feel intentional. Yeah, that could be... And you, and you might not, at the same time, like, nobody's going to fight the bosses in the same order, and it sounds like the bosses won't function the same in everyone's game. So, I don't know. That's, yeah, I wonder how you ramp up the difficulty for something like that if it's so random. And the, the loot is, but the loot's very intentional, like, and it, which almost sounds like the lore, like, this also gets into Dark Souls territory of the items have lore behind them, and the loot doesn't necessarily... It doesn't sound like it's ultra stat heavy based on loot. So it's not like a Borderlands or something. It's like, oh, you killed this boss and he dropped this specific item. Or this character you killed that had these items on him. That may have a deep story. It's definitely Dark Souls inspired, this game. But it's a shooter. So interesting take on the formula. Dark Souls shooter. 
I don't know. The visuals look pretty good too. Uh, Shenmue Three showed. Shenmue. Did you 3. see this? I I didn't watch it. No. I don't know. Shenmue Three looks really rough. I have it oh, kickstarted. No. But man, it looks like a really rough game. That that's not good news. It visually, I think, looks like a high end PS2 game. Ooh. I don't that's, know. It, that's really rough. That I, is really fucking rough considering. I mean, it, it's weird thinking that the original Shenmue games were like the peak of graphic fidelity. Well, that's the uh, that's what happens when you work on a Kickstarter budget. I don't know. You, you People with Kickstarter budgets have done better. Yeah, I know. But I, I know these guys have gotten more money post Kickstarter too. So I don't know. This is uh, I, I'm not passing judgment until it's out. But I do fear this going the way of something like Mighty Number no. 9, where it's just old people like the old vets almost don't know how to handle their IP. Ugh. Um, yeah. So I fear that happening with Shenmue. I fear it happening with Bloodstain, but I am super pumped for Bloodstain. I think if I mean there there have been a there have been a few of those old vets that have done things very right and a few that have done things very wrong. Obviously, Mighty Number no. Nine, as I mentioned, very very wrong. Uh, and Bloodstain is kind of I feel straddling that line. Uh, Songs of Conquest by the Might and Magic team. It's a pixel art game. You send people on quest. I don't. It looked the pixel art was really good. Um, but I do it, love some good pixel art. I couldn't tell if it was like an RTS or anything. They really didn't show gameplay. They just showed like this town and all that. I don't Interesting. know. It it looked almost pixel art in a way that was bordering on 3D. Um, so they started getting into voxel territory. Is that what you say? <laughs> it it definitely wasn't voxels, but it was getting there in a in a weird way. Um, Starmancer. I don't have too much to say on that. Uh, Telling lies. This is probably one of the more exciting ones. This is the follow up to her story. So it's made by the same team. Oh shit! A, by Annapurna Interactive. You are a person who stole a hard drive from the NSA and it has videos on it and you have to watch those videos from they said four different people and piece together what happened so it's very similar to her story um seems super cool <laughs> it does sound pretty cool they, they pretty kept cool referring to this as an open world game hmm. and I don't I think they're getting very interpretive of what open world means but that's my opinion no skybox <laughs> <laughs> Terraria Journey's End, the penultimate expansion for Terraria, so there's going to be one more after this. I mean, the, he keeps saying this that. game he, is so big. He keeps saying that he's done making stuff for this game, and then a year later, guess what? I got bored and made more stuff for Terraria. And yeah, this was another game size expansion for yeah. Terraria, so... And so, and I can, you can only imagine the next one, which is supposedly the last gonna one... It's going to be another it's gonna game be, size expansion. And so another two years after that, you can fully expect another expansion for Terraria. I mean, at this point, it's it's almost a meme that he just is going to forever make new content for Terraria. <laughs> um, Unexplored 2, this game is in open access on FIG, so it was a game that you could back on FIG. Uh, the art of this is, like, the, some of the cleanest vector art I've ever seen. Wow. I, I recommend looking at what this thing looks like. It because uh, I can't really describe it in words how vibrant and like beautiful the colors are in this uh, looks interesting in many ways I, I never played Unexplored but Unexplored 2 looks pretty awesome I, it's piqued my interest 
Okay, I can see what you're talking about. Yeah, it does. It's very, very like clean and crisp as far as the vectors go. Um, it has a certain quality about it. Yeah, and it's this is kind of a isometric top-downy type game. Uh, like I, I don't know too much about what you do exactly. I just know it's obviously a sequel. <laughs> What's the uh, developer of this? I don't know off the top of my head. It's such a the name unexplored is such a generic word. It's hard to find s- certain information. Wayfarer's Legacy. Hmm. And uh, Valferis. I think this is another fig game, to be honest, but don't quote me on that. This game looked ultra metal, like Doom levels of metal. That's uh, that's a lot to live up to. It, trust me. Look, the, if have you seen this? Look it up right now if you haven't. It looks so metal. You have massive guns. It's very Contra inspired, but holy crap, <laughs> it it looked really cool. You look like you're just blowing everything up. Very Contra, almost Metroid-like. I don't know. I'm I'm pumped for this thing. So this is a side-scrolling... Side-scrolling radical game. A side-scrolling... Uh, Shoot-em-up. Shoot-em-up slash castle... Metroidvania, Metroidvania. type. I, I don't know. It looks so cool. But I love anything that's I can see what metal. You're- I think I can definitely see what you're saying. It does. It's very gritty. There's a massive gun that looks like a BFG there. <laughs> yep. I can see that. Um, you it's got that see dark. Some really, uh, there's an alien head thing that looks like the xenomorph head. Yep. But it shoots fire instead of acid. I don't know. It looks super cool. Looks good. And it looks had this good. badass metal rift going the whole time. Gotta love that. <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Uh, I wish Frost was out here because I wanted to talk about this game a little bit. It seems like something she'd be into. Uh, it's Vampire Puberty. <laughs> the, the way that they, they, which was their words on stage, actually. That's hilarious. Is you are a uh, freshly You're turned. You're a lusting vampire. Because the, I mean, Vampire the Masquerade, um, which I swear like nobody played this but me, it feels like. But the, the rules are like you never va- violate the masquerade, so obviously you're not supposed to tell anybody you're a vampire. But yeah, there's all the different vampire factions, and it was really. I, I felt it was kind of the forerunner to something like Dishonored. You have like weird teleporting magic powers. It's first hmm. person. The, the trailer for this didn't really show too much other than that you're a young person who's been freshly turned, and you have to get used to your own life. So you're. Going to have the growing pains of having to kill and drink blood. Uh, Sounds fun. <laughs> Warhammer Vermintide 2, getting a versus mode. Uh, people really like that Warhammer Vermintide. I've never played it myself, but they're getting a versus mode. Uh, Warframe, Empyrean expansion. More Warframe for the people who really like Warframe. Once again, I've never really played Warframe. <laughs> but hey, there are people super duper into it. I know I've heard it's real good where it's at now and people are real hyped for this, so maybe I'll eventually check it out. It is free to play. Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Um, this looks like a zombie game. I don't have too many comments on that. Yeah. I, was... I, I never played Zombie Army 1 through 3. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm real Probably burned know out. They on... could have just started on 4. That's also true. I'm just burned out on zombie games. Yes, I would agree with that. I mean, I've been burned out since the first Left 4 Dead. Yeah, ditto. 
So then there was the kind of funny showcase. I didn't get all the games because this is they, they were so rapid fire. It was hard to really see a lot of them. So I really just kind of have some of the ones I found interesting. I, you know, I'm just going to actually run down the whole list and then talk about the ones I found super interesting. At least my whole list. Uh, there was Wave Break, Brave Earth Prologue, Freedom Finger, uh, Stronghold Warlords. There's Ribbiting Saga, Renan, I can't say these names, uh, Starstruck, Wooden Nickel, Ramen, and Skatebird, and Monster Prom 2. But uh, really the only ones, the, the two that stuck out to me the most was Brave Earth Prologue. It looks like a very direct Castlevania game. Like, they just straight up are making a Castlevania game. Wow. And it looks just so cool. Um, and you know who's what team's working on this? Well, I don't. I can't remember what specific team, but the pedigree of the people working on this uh, are the I want to be the guy of the game people. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> I'm no. Fuck I'm that so game. interested. No. And Stronghold Warlords is a new Stronghold game. It's a wow. very Asian Stronghold game. I, it looks that new Stronghold game looks cool because Stronghold had a lot of details to the RPG elements that a lot of I mean, RTS elements that they've a lot of games overlook, like feeding your civilian, your people in your stronghold. Yeah. But anyway, the, so the, kind of funny is usually they do a spotlight indie games, but I'll be honest, the PC showcase did a better job of highlighting some indie games than they did. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't find too many ultra interesting. It's just everything either looks too high concept that I couldn't tell what was going on or it's too like samey to everything else, which I, I mean, you could say that about Brave Earth, but it looks impressively Castlevania. Yeah. All right. Square Enix. This is the last showcase that showed For Monday. on Monday. Um, they showed Marvel's Avengers, which according to Justin looks like duty. Yeah. I'll talk more about this a little bit later with our different segment we're doing, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Not, yeah. I think we kind of pounded it out in that segment, but not looking forward to this game. Final fantasy seven remake, which actually got a release date of, of three, three, 2020. Yeah. So March 3rd. Um, impressive. If true, <laughs> And there may be a delay between now and then. Big if true, yes. I don't know. It, this but, is. I mean, then it's not only it's not the full game though. So it's not the full game. But hold on, in scope, this is only Midgar. They have said this is only Midgar, and I know a lot of people are really mad about this and kind of frothing a bit because I and I can agree some of the best moments in Seven happen outside of Midgar, but they are. I will say if doing this at a decent playing through Seven at a decent clip. The opening of that game takes about 10 hours, like maybe seven hours. Hmm. So you are in Midgar for a decent portion of the game. If you, Honestly, I can get through that game in 30 hours. You spend when you're outside of Midgar, which seems like a long time, but it's like exploring all the other locations really doesn't take too long. There's always like one or two things to do in those towns where Midgar actually had a lot of things to do. Yeah. And they are they say they're fully fleshing this out. I'm actually excited to see I want like I'm I'm not going to be one of these people to pass premature judgment and say like like oh they're just like milking this for more money this and that. It's like some of Midgar I think needed fleshing out like 
avalanche it's you're a terrorist organization <laughs> <laughs> like originally you only do like three mission in the original game you do about three missions as avalanche before you drop the plate um yeah it's i, I don't know i th- i think they can definitely flesh out midgar add a lot of depth of character i know they've definitely been showing off jesse and like bigs and wedges as part of avalanche so we'll get maybe more character development i don't know if they'll be on your team or anything but who knows this i'm interested to see what this is i did uh because i'm a giant nerd i pre-ordered the ultra mega expensive edition because i wanted that cloud on a motorcycle the harley daytona you're gonna get that 2500 dollar watch no (laughs) but i did get the $330 $330 edition, which they, they are selling that figure separate from the game. So, which is like they've done in the past for a few, like 15, yeah. where it is the figure is just kind of part of their player arts Kai line. But I just, I, this is kind of a remake of an older figure, and I've just always wanted Cloud on a motorcycle. It's a cool looking figure. But I, I Midgar, especially if you look at it from like a aerial view clearly that's a big metrop metropolis it's supposed to be a huge 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 city yeah but in the game in the original game i couldn't tell you how many screens it is but you 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 got to think of the original game you're only seeing a small portion of it so they want to actually make this feel like it's a real big metropolis and it's it's i mean there's a couple levels to it so there is the slums that are down below and then there's the richer areas which are up top in this area that they built over the top of the old sector yeah it's like uh the citadel in mass effect except this predates that no i'm just 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 like a comparison of like this place is huge and it has houses like hundreds of thousands or millions of people but you only have access to this tiny little area just they, they say this will be a fully fleshed out full game i mean and we will see come march this i know some people are saying it they're just trying to get money like they they have said they're they're not sure how many games they're going to break this into it i mean at this rate it could be anything i honestly think this game will probably end around the midgar zolom because that makes the most sense of where to break it off yeah but who knows and I'm curious how they will handle a game going forward because that creates a lot of issues with overworld. Can you go back to Midgar? <laughs> Is like, what's going to go on there? I mean, though, I got to think that they're going to, you're going to have some prolonged ramifications from this game for blowing up stuff in Midgard like you do with Avalanche. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that dropping the plate's going to be more devastating in this than it has ever been featured before. Though what I don't like surrounding Final Fantasy 7 is a lot of people online and I noticed on Twitter they're like like wow, look at the difference, like wow, the visuals like making all these graphics comparisons and essentially some people saying like how did they make Sephiroth hot again? This and that and it's like there have been other character models that, like he's existed in another format like they, they act like advent children didn't happen yeah. or that there wasn't <laughs> decent 3d models in dirge of cerberus advent children crisis core um 
Yeah. Like we we've it's, seen these. Yeah, we've we've seen Sephiroth before. It's not anything new. Like he's been in a better 3D or I mean in the most current uh Dissidia. There've been character models for all these characters. Yeah. So I, I don't <laughs> I just find people weird being like, it's so amazing how the cool they look now compared to then. It's like there there's already been renditions of them in a more modern setting. Yeah, exactly. Uh Final Fantasy VIII remastered. Uh, they got that source code. They finally found that source code. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> what a feat that was. They can fix his face so that meme won't be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dying Light 2. Uh, I don't really care about that zombie type stuff. <laughs> Outriders. This game looks super cool. This is by the new game by People Can Fly. They made Bulletstorm. If anybody's privy to how cool Bulletstorm was, I love Bulletstorm. Yeah, it's a this looked very kind of like a the the trailer wasn't super telling, but it looked like a co op action game that's maybe Doom adjacent, Gates of Hell type adjacent. (laughs) Uh, Last Remnant remastered coming to Switch, Uh, Dragon Quest Builders two. Yeah, build uh, them Dragon Quest. This is all mostly stuff we already knew. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven coming to Switch. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. I only put this on here because this was some ob- formerly announced, but they showed it's coming to PS4, Switch, iOS, and Android, and I thought that was kind of funny. That's coming to iOS and Android. <laughs> um, and it, it does have online multiplayer as well. Thought I would confirm that. Onanaki, this game looked really cool. It looks very old school JRPG, like action JRPG. I might pick this up on Switch. It looks interesting. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Remind. Uh, yep, that's the DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3. Yep. Looks like duty to me, but that's because it's really just play the end of the game, but as Roxas or Aqua. That's all it is. <laughs> Can you imagine that they're charging for that? That's horrifying. I, I can't believe it. Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers just coming out on July 2nd. Uh, yeah, it's just more Final Fantasy XIV. If you already like Final Fantasy XIV, I'm sure you're playing. I'm sure you're hyped for this. They showed off more stuff for this, but... It's like they just flew over every the whole world with a plane full of Final Fantasy stuff and just opened up the hatch. Sort of. I mean, I am a little upset that, going back to Final Fantasy VII, that... They're obviously breaking this into several games, and they don't say how many. And if Midgar is one game, honestly, then that makes it seem like the game's going to be five games. But who knows? And, I mean, the consecutive games are going to have to be, like, PS5, PS6 games. Yes. But I'm sad that that means, basically, they're going to be remaking Final Fantasy VII for at least the next decade that we're basically never going to see a new Final Fantasy game. That is terrible. That makes me upset. (laughs) That makes me upset, too. All right. We're going to do another break, right? Yep. Okay. Take a break, and then we'll we'll be back with the the last day of E3. Hello? Wait, is this thing on? All right. Well, hello, everybody. My name's Grog. I'm part of Sword Art Online, ever at Missing Role Player Found. Grog! Yeah, it's nice now. How's it going? What are you doing? I'm doing the promotion. But I'm supposed to do the promotion. I'm the master of toasts. Grog, Speaking of which, the toast's done. Grog, it's not literal toast. What do you mean? What is it then? Here, let me show you. 
guys, Snow here with Missing Role Player Found. Check out our actual play podcast on your favorite listening app, such as iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. And check us out on our website at missingroleplayerfound.com. Oh, so that's what it is. All right, I think I got it now. Look, let me do the next promotion. Then. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, well, welcome back to day three for the E3 coverage, uh, Tuesday the 11th. And this is when we're just going to go all Nintendo. This is the Nintendo podcast now. That's all there was on this day. Everything Nintendo. It was just the Nintendo Direct. They just they dropped a bomb of Nintendo stuff on uh, us. It was quite a bit of good stuff. Um, I'll just start off right at the top. Uh, the biggest thing, which was Breath of the Wild follow-up. Breath of they, the Wild. That's what they closed with. A lot of people are super hyped for this. Yes. I honestly think their hype is a little unjustified a little bit, and I only say that that because... And I only say this in regards to a lot of people said uh, Nintendo won E3, and I I wouldn't say that's necessarily the case. No, Keanu Reeves won it's, E3. Well, I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> in the case that plenty of other companies have games that are really far yeah um, from being released that they could show, but obviously that's a bad idea because I'm like I can't wait till like even five six seven months from now when people are like where's breath of the wild 2 oh god it's like it's gonna be so far off yeah where's where's star citizen (laughs) i mean and nintendo had a plethora of stuff they didn't even show like there is clearly a metro prime 4 in the works that we didn't see um we know bayonetta 3 is in the works and we still haven't seen that so they have plenty of projects we didn't even get an inkling of, and they had the the cojones to show uh, Breath of the Wild follow up. But I do I I do have a lot of good things, and I say that uh, later or before, depending on when we arrange things. Yeah. Um. So I uh, I was listening to Giant Bomb, and they and it was their pre E three episode. They recorded right before they went down the E three. And it was funny that they were kind of bringing up like Zelda and they're like, yeah, it sounds like there's going to be another Zelda game. And uh, they're like, yeah, I mean, there has to be like something like whether they re um, whether they take the same engine from Breath of the Wild and just kind of use it for something else. And turns out they're just taking the Breath of the Wild engine and just making another Breath of the Wild. I mean, it's the same thing they did with Majora's Mask. And this game looks very Majora's Mask. And I know this seemed like a dumb question because I, I read like an interview thing with Aonuma and they they asked him very directly if this had anything to do with Majora's Mask and he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't have anything necessarily to do with Majora's Mask, but it's very dark in tone, clearly, by the very short snippet they showed. It, it just looks, it had a like backwards music playing. Yeah. This weird undead Ganon looking thing. It very reminiscent of things from Majora's Mask. And once again, I think it's echoing the in-engine stuff because Majora's Mask was just made using recycled assets from Ocarina of Time. This is clearly made using recycled assets from Breath of the Wild. So A bizarre world, if you will. I hope it is. (laughs) But anyway, that's going to be years off, so... Hopefully people aren't too excited. I feel there's less talk around the other things people should actually be excited for, including yeah. a Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Yep. Uh, 
Banjo-Kazooie and Dragon Quest Hero, they are coming to Smash. Yes. And I'm super pumped for that Banjo-Kazooie announcement. Yeah. It's been it's been a long time. Did you see the, the GIFs going around where Banjo just straight up just grabs Kazooie and, and just, slams him on yeah, the ground? That's it, fucking hilarious. It's awesome. I posted that so to Banjo. our Instagram and someone actually replied, oh my God, who fucking cares? And so I just replied to him and said, well, you cared enough to leave a comment. So, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it, who the, really cares? Banjo who? looks really good. I've seen I've seen people doing side by side comparisons with uh, with the nuts and bolts banjo. It nuts and bolts banjo looks like nightmares <laughs> compared to this banjo. Um, and I know some people were disappointed by a Dragon Quest hero. I I don't understand that because th- this is I was like this is like four characters in one. Yeah, because it's Dragon Quest Eight hero. They, well, they opened with the luminary. So that's the Dragon Quest Eleven hero, but then they show Dragon Quest Eight hero. I think Dragon Quest Four hero. Don't cite me on that one in particular. But then they showed the Dragon Quest One hero, um, which, in all honesty, I think Dragon Quest One's getting rebuilt. But that's just my take. Yeah, and I say that because Dragon Quest Eleven is technically a prequel for all of Dragon Quest. It's it's the first. The first. Um, so yeah, they showed Edric and Edric. See, that's the thing. Edric was heavily rumored, so it seems Edric is here, but unexpected that it came with other Dragon Quest heroes. Um, Animal Crossing was shown. Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's you're on a desert island, a deserted island, and you're making it a paradise. Uh, looks super awesome. Look like you could build roads and have gardens and all kinds of stuff. Tents. I'm super hyped for this, but it got delayed to 2020, March yes. March 20, 2020. Basically a year away. Very, <laughs> very upset by that. I like. I am unimaginably upset by that. When was that supposed to be out originally? It was just this year, but everybody forecasted fall. Oh. So you can imagine. <laughs> so imagine me thinking, like oh, it's going to be here soon to, oh shit, it's not. Oh shit, another six months of waiting. That sucks. Um, Link's Awakening was shown again and given a release date and everything. So, and it will have custom dungeons that you can build, which seems pretty fucking dope. Yeah, and uh, I'm curious to see if you can share those with people. I saw uh, someone had done a, like a side by side video of uh, Link's Awakening with like compared to like the original uh, 2D one, where uh, you could steal something from a shop and then the shop keeps just murders you if you enter the shop again. Yeah. It looked pretty good. And this is coming out September 20th. Um, a lot of games coming out in September. But uh, I feel not... There's not enough people hyped for this game. Because everybody seems to be talking about... The whole conversation is dominated by Breath of the Wild 2 or Breath of the Wild follow-up, whatever it's going to be. Yeah, this looks like an, a legit good uh, like isometric style game. I'm, I mean, and A Link Between Worlds is an amazing game like that and i don't know if this is the same people who worked on that or whatever but uh, like top down zelda is very good and very impressive so i kind of don't like that this feels like it's getting poo-pooed i like that this looks like a diorama yeah and to hold us over for the time being cadence of hyrule is out yeah which is came out on the 13th i've played a bit of it it's pretty fun um, I'm not very good at it. I die a lot. 
<laughs> uh, keeping the beat is hard for me. You can play without the uh, need to keep and beat. It'll just auto-do it for you. So it does have accessibility options for those of you concerned about that. But yeah, you start as Cadence and pretty quick you can transition to either playing as Zelda or Link. Uh, though it does feel more... It feels more Necrodancer and less Zelda, if that makes sense. But I don't know. It... it I will have more on that later when I yeah. finished it. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, I'm a, this actually looked cool as much as I don't... Act, he, Luigi, like, my absolute favorite. I don't really like his games. <laughs> like, I didn't... I'm not too fond of Luigi's Mansion 1 or 2. Uh, really? But this... Yeah, I know it's a strange thing, but... Luigi's Mansion 3, it has couch co-op and online modes. Uh, you can play as Gooigi... Uh, I like all the sounds of all that. Uh, Gooigi. There is a seek out and spook mode where you get to seek out and spook toads uh, that hide. So it's like a hide and seek mode. Uh, nice. I don't know. This this looks interesting. I'll probably end up buying it and playing it anyway because I'm a shill. <laughs> Damon X Machina given a release date September 13th, 2019. So that's soon. Uh, this is a robot game uh they've showed off last year it looks pretty good it's more of that uh no more heroes 3 now official on the records coming next year very cool i knew they said they would only do it if travis strikes again sold well which was a lower budget but clearly it must have yeah <laughs> i don't know just no more heroes is good uh mana games coming to switch in collection of mana uh, and i actually mentioned this last podcast that that was probably going to be an announcement and sure enough it was so collection of mana uh this includes seki densatsu 3 or trials of mana as it's now dubbed uh that never formally came to the u.s and trials of mana is also getting a full remake so technically we're getting it twice since we're now getting the original version and a full 3d remake which is pretty cool play the mana games i know a lot of people i i'll probably eventually download the collection because i've always wanted to play through more of those games i've only played through i think two of them i've not played through any of those ones actually <laughs> they're really good action rpgs um kind of like chrono trigger oh, okay uh dragon quest 11 s definitive edition coming out september 27th um, it's the definitive edition of that game, so very much descriptive of what it is. Yeah. Um, Dragon Quest XI is really good, so if you couldn't play it before, maybe play it now. Very, very old-school JRPG-type game, if you're into those. Uh, Witcher 3 coming to Switch, or Switcher 3, as people have been calling <laughs> yes. it. Um, yeah, it, it, this runs at uh, 540p. Um undocked and 720 docked uh it looks very visually not great i I will say but um if that's your only way to play witcher 3 be my guest it is it's a way to play witcher 3 it is a way not the best way but it is a way uh resident evil 5 and 6 coming to switch uh i might pick up resident evil 5 again because i irrationally love that game yeah Six, just buy it and throw it in the trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's my sole purpose. What if they to destroy made, every copy of that game? What if they just made the next one and called it just just Resident Evil? Shut up! 
<laughs> Contra Rogue Corps, uh, new more Contra. Can you believe it? And more Contra after all these years, making a comeback. This actually looked kind of cool, but I'm actually now this is more of a uh, an interesting note. I noticed that there this game, brand new game, coming out for forty bucks. I actually like that Nintendo is doing more budget releases, and hopefully that continues to be a trend. Because I, I think the Switch, once again, as it is a hybrid console, it can mirror that in pricing. Yeah. Uh, Panzer Dragon's getting a remake. Um, I know people are big fans of that game. I could care less. I'm fairly indifferent. Old series coming back. Uh, Netflix Dark Crystal series is getting a tactics RPG tie-in to the show that is a prequel to Dark Crystal. Um, Jim Henson. Yep. Yep. I'm excited for all of this. <laughs> Finally. Uh, Empire of Sin, did you see this game at all? I did not, but it's I see it's... a John Romero game. I, yeah, I did see it's John Romero, uh, who uh, recently did put out a megawatt for uh, Doom, so... He's breaking <laughs> back into the scene. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this it's is... A, it's a perfect time for him to be with the popularity, pl- with the popularity of Wolfenstein and Doom right now. This looks very, like, mobster-type... Like noir type mobster, I th- there wasn't much shown for it, but I'm like gonna definitely keep an eye after hearing John Romero. Yeah, <laughs> at first when I saw Empire Sin, I was like, yeah, it kind of just like was yeah. like whatever, and then hearing John Romero's tied to it, I was like, hmm, could be interesting or really good or a back door to killing Nazis. So we'll we'll do the rest of these pretty quick. Um, Spyro Dragon Trilogy is coming to Switch, as that had been rumored forever. Yep. Nino Kuni is coming to Switch as well as PS4 and everything. It's getting its HDified, I guess, however you want to say that. It's it's getting ported. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons coming to Switch. Shocking nobody, but that is obviously Microsoft's IP, so (laughs) kind (laughs) of. Microsoft owns it. Uh, the Sinking City, Alien Isolation, New Super Lucky's Tale all coming to Switch, which is, once again, a Microsoft IP. The, there's some fishy going on between them. <laughs> uh, Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Games, uh, which featured a shirtless, very sexy Eggman or Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> um, but he has really big, gross feet. So Gross. <laughs> Dead by Daylight coming to Switch Dauntless. Um, and then some side notes that weren't in the direct but were announced during the course of E3. Um, Pokemon, you can only transfer Pokemon that exist in the uh, Galar region Pokedex for the new Pokemon. All Pokemon will no longer be featured in Pokemon games, according to the director, uh, which seems a little shitty, but yes, I understand. But this is like they dug their own grave in a sense by adding so many gimmicks and obviously not wanting to keep programming and making the gimmicks work for everything and essentially making sure mega evolutions and Z moves and now Dynamaxing works in games going forward. Yeah. They're not, which once again, I mentioned last week that. The game, the Pokemon games are becoming more and more like the trading card game, and this is like definitely signaling that that they just phase out and just you only the new things matter. <laughs> uh, Mario Maker Two is fixing matchmaking to make it so you can matchmake with your friends. Yes, another thing you predicted. Yep, I mean, God, there was so much outrage they had to do this, but what made them think not including this was a good idea in the first place? Yeah, that's Once the again, dumbest thing. 
Oh my god. And that covers everything yep. I had on E3. That covers basically everything big. There's, I'm sure, plenty of small other things I'm missing. I'm sure everybody who's listening to this already watched and kept up, but yep. maybe they got they just want to listen to our opinions and our take on things. Uh, yep. Hopefully they like us enough have, for that. We have the best opinions, so... I have no opinions. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the good opinions. Uh, anyway, so that's going to wrap that up. All right, and it is E3 coverage that we're not really covering, but we're talking about in post. And I would like to pass it off to Justin to talk about the games that he didn't play, but he, he likes. Don't fuck it up. His three top three. All right, top three. So... My top three games that aren't not even... Not necessarily games, not, but events that happen at E3 or top, something. Top three E3 moments. Uh, first, uh, those Xbox controllers. That forward compatibility. That's some good stuff. I like that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just the, being a giant troll. The, um, yeah, that the seems anti, cool. The anti-Xbox fan over there. Um, I mean, obviously, and that also comes with the territory of the um, Xbox... Elite, what is it? The series Xbox, 2. Yeah, Xbox Elite Controller Series 2. Series 2. Which looks better than the old one in every way. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, and after that, I would have to say Dr. Disrespect <laughs> doing his... In, do you say in real life or do you just say IRL stream? Because that's like the thing nowadays. Like IRL streaming. I think the kids just, say IRL. It's just really cringy stuff and people just filming themselves out in public doing streams on Twitch. And so he went and did one at E3 and then he just like started walking in the bathrooms and his camera guy just followed him in the bathrooms and it became a huge deal. And then he got banned from Twitch and he got his uh, E3 pass revoked after that too so what's he doing now i don't know is he like legitimately fucked now i don't think so he's probably gonna switch to youtube or something hmm. he'll do it. there's other streaming pro- he'll go to d live with pewdiepie <laughs> uh yeah so basically he was his camera guy was following him into these public restrooms and that is a not legal thing to do film in public restrooms so obviously it's against the rules for twitch so they banned him Big oof. Funny stuff. Big I, I watched oof. some of the rest of his stream and like, I, I I mean, full disclosure, I do like Dr. Disrespect. I I think his character is hilarious in a dumb way. Um, I don't I, understand anything about him. I watched I part- just know he's got a mustache <laughs> and like a fake mullet. Yeah, he's just like the super like 80s cool guy persona. I'm such a bastard. <laughs> so he... Uh, he um, was just walking around E3, just doing his thing, just being in character at E3. And people are like running up, hey, Dr. Disrespect, can I get a camera? And then he just like stands there like stoically, like no emotion. And then they take a picture. Then there are people like chasing him down, like, can, can I get a picture? And he just flat out ignores them, <laughs> just not even acknowledging them. And then, this like, is 100% just a level comedy. It's the best. It's the best. But I don't know. Other than that, so his streams were good. Just not the bathroom stuff, which got him banned, which was still like hilarious anyway, because that guy's a fucking monster. He's 6'8". 
He's so tall. So like the camera guy. I didn't filmed, know he was that tall. Yeah, the camera guy filmed him going into a bathroom stall, and he like turned around, and like his entire head sticked above the bathroom stall door. Jesus. He's so fucking tall. He's like a behemoth, and he had like a security, like he had a bodyguard with him who was like half his height. It's ridiculous. That's tall people. He's a freakishly tall dude. Should have played basketball. <laughs> Now he's making money streaming on, well, not Twitch anymore. <laughs> Oops. Um, all right, but that's it for that uh, third thing, Doom Eternal. I'm real stoked about that. That looked so good. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's, uh, those are my top things. Uh, Frost, what, 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 what did what, you want to do? Your most disappointing? No, we'll do we'll do roundtable. Do disappointed after we do all the top ones. My favorite things was. Do you want to build up to it? Do you want to start from like not so favorite and work your way up to absolute favorite? Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, like for me, Doom Doom Eternal looks like. A perfect game. It looks delicious, but we'll talk about that when it's my turn. Well, we <laughs> and also we already talked about it in the podcast in the past future. In the past future, days of future past. <laughs> we, we've made that joke in this podcast. What a before. good movie! No. <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> okay, I guess it goes like this. Wait, I don't really have an order for any of my stuff. I'm excited for Gods and Monsters looked pretty cool. I know. I really like Gods liked. and Monsters looks fucking dope. It looks dope as fuck, dude. <laughs> and then Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That looks fun. I liked Ori a lot. And I look forward to having another Ori to play. And then my top one is <laughs> surprisingly, it's actually the Star Wars game. Which is funny because I've never spawn part Star Wars. Yeah, I've never really liked any Star Wars game, and I never really liked the movies up until these remakes. And so, the fact that it's going to be more story driven and that it ties into Rogue One actually like has me totally interested, and I was like, I'm going to play it. This will be the first Star Wars game I've ever played. <laughs> I heard an interesting argument against like modern Star Wars stuff. With like, like basically pure purism, elitism for like the very first Star Wars movies, and how basically all the stuff being made for Star Wars now were like what people that were like kids when when the prequels came out, and essentially that means that they didn't grow up with the original original Star Wars; they grew up with the prequels. And therefore, everything coming out now, even like source Star Wars material, is still Star Wars fan fiction. Okay, <laughs> I was that's fine, good. <laughs> You're like saying that to me as if I'm supposed to be like, well, that's. <laughs> I know. No, that was like their that was their case against us because it's like this. These are people that don't know that. Well, like they're they grew up knowing the shitty Star Wars as their introduction. You know what? There's just life is life. And I, I I don't understand that because you don't hear that bullshit from people who play Pokemon. 
they just keep coming out with Pokemon stuff and we all know what the original was and who the original generation was but they keep doing more and pe- and different generations keep coming in and I, I, I would like to say that you don't hear any of the old Pokemon fans being like mm, this is the purest of the pure the rest of it's just fan fiction um, like, well I mean I've heard stuff like that <laughs> I've heard a lot of people still that are still like uh, the first generation was the only good one. Well, I know, and they're but, wrong. But <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean to say that I've known the people that play Pokemon to be very welcoming to people getting into it. Whereas for some fucking reason, that's because they can't be exclusive. Because when you're an adult playing Pokemon, there's less of you. I mean, it's like. I feel like you're missing what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just saying that, like, we, it, you can't be possessive over things. Gatekeeping. You can't. You can't. Don't yeah. be so gatekeepy. Yeah. And the people, a lot of the the people my age that are hell bent on the original 150 being so good, they need to uh, not think that because the original 150 aren't as good as they seem to think. I think the original the, 150 need to be updated. There, there's a lot of shit. If you look at it, there's a lot of shitty Pokemon in the original 150. Yeah. Rattata. Pidgey. There, there's Pokemon people don't even talk about from the original 150, like Tangela and Weedle. like, I mean, Bellsprout. Most most Pokemon that weren't fire Pokemon. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I mean, and most of those aren't even viable. Also, like, anymore, who the so. fuck gives a fuck about Raichu? Nobody, because well, <laughs> he he got a mega. Well, he got an Alolan version. Yeah, but I mean, like, but then you're giving up Pikachu, and I mean, why would you want to give up Pikachu? Because you can have a psychic Raichu that rides on his tail like a surfboard. Fuck you, <laughs> and that's pretty cool. I want a psychic Pikachu that rides on a surfboard. This is a psychic electric Pikachu. <laughs> psychic electric Raichu. I want a psychic fire Pikachu. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know. They're, <laughs> it's just the original 150 aren't as good as people claim. There's been other better it's Pokemon. It's that rose-tinted glasses of nostalgia. There are worse generations for sure, but there's also better generations. I'm just saying that I, th- I I think a lot of other communities out there can really learn from the Pokemon community. The, the Star Wars community is exceptionally gatekeepy. Star Wars. Um, I mean, I know it is, but there's no reason, and it's stupid. It is super, gatekeeping is Star stupid Wars has in like general, <laughs> but they're extremely. There's other fandoms that are that way, but I know just Star Wars is one of the worst. I think like, League I think a lot of, of the superheroes up there with the worst. Worst community, League of Legends. Like the, I, I <laughs> imagine the Deadpool fandom is pretty gatekeepy. I don't think I just don't. about the chimichangas. Am I right now? Oh my I god! Don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marcus. What's your? What's yours? Top. Your tops or bottom? Your bottom. Bottom, top bottom boy. Bottom, top to bottom. <laughs> this. Boy is a bottom. <laughs> I'll just start at my very top, which is Breath of the Wild's getting a sequel. Yeah, and, boy. And uh, was that Ganon? Is that Zombie Ganon? Could is be. It, is that Poop Rat? Okay, now I have a I have a tentative <laughs> theory here. Just just uh, so this comes from a couple things, but 
the art in Breath of the Wild for the hero who's fighting against the Calamity, he has red hair. So it's like, was Ganon the original hero? And then, okay, let's make this a little bit more interesting. Obviously, the there's like this weird spiral tornado-y looking thing coming out of this zombie thing who's probably Ganon based on the red hair um, and the nose. But anyway, it's playing backwards, and I'm curious if this will reintroduce uh, something like the Dark World, um, which has been like several Zeldas have done Dark World, because um, that obviously comes from A Link to the Past. Um, a Link Between Worlds has Low Rule, and then Twilight Princess has the Twilight Realm. They're all kind of part of the same thing, like an upside down universe type thing. It's Bizarro World. And speaking of Bizarro World, because I have to bring it up every episode, um, so technically, it, would you say that uh, it's the Upside Down? <laughs> so shout out to our listener, Jamie. Um, <laughs> he can tell us all about the Dark World. <laughs> Can't wait for the tweet but, about that one. But from his perspective... We're in the dark world. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> We're in the Bernstein universe. That, uh, our Australian listeners, we, they live in the dark world to us and we live in the dark world to them. It's all relative. Yo, is super racist. <laughs> are you trying to say that the people at the bottom of the world are less than? No, they just live in the dark world. It's Bizarro world. They all speak backwards and say things like me like this. <laughs> bizarro. <laughs> yeah, they just say Bizarro for everything. Third podcast in a row we've made we've brought that up. They say me like Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. They speak in tubes. Hey, pass that Vegemite. <laughs> but uh Otherwise, um, Doom Eternal is probably the thing I'm most excited for that's coming soon. Yes. It looks like the most metal game ever made. Yep. And we have the, I mean, we've already discussed this in the podcast, but yes, it looks amazing. It's got Mick Gordon music just blasting you, (laughs) and it's got a hook. It's got like a hook. You can grapple all over the place. Yeah, that's all I'm all about. I'm all about that Spider-Man Doom guy. It, just it looks really fast-paced, and I'm like even more so than the original. Well, by original yeah, I mean like the, the, the remake. The, yeah. <laughs> well, reboot. Doom 2016. Doom 2016. <laughs> yeah, Doom games. They, I mean, they have no right to be as good as they are, but that's the that's what it is. <laughs> and, uh, so well, I didn't get to my third. Oh, yeah, I, I just right, did two. That's your. Okay, so what's what's next? Final Fantasy Seven. They finally got a release date. Woo! Which is like high highs, low lows. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's a part of the game. Yeah, they I'll just want to make it. Square Enix wants to make fucking money off of you and charge you more. No, we'll go into that, but at <laughs> a later slash earlier time. <laughs> We've already talked about this, I'm, so I'm not going to go into another rant, but uh, yeah. Square Enix. You're on my shit list right now. Squeenix. 
Uh, They've been on my shit list for a while. So speaking of shit list, uh, Avengers is my most disappointing. Fuck you, Square Enix. (laughs) Okay. The game, they didn't show anything in the game. It's a really, like, to me is like, I'm not, no. No. I'm, I'm no, just, nobody wants. Why? Jesus, calm why down. Why is after Square Enix? Why? The game is coming out sooner than we would. Like, they're not showing any gameplay. What the fuck? You're really making a bad case for yourself right now. I, I don't have a case. All you're, just, all you're doing is just yelling. I'm yelling into a microphone because I'm not happy about yeah, Avengers. Like Do you it. have any reasons why? Yeah, it looks the 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 cinematics look stupid. <laughs> they look so terrible. How so? It looked bad. It's like they look so ugly. I feel like like they, in specifics. What do you mean specifics? Who specifically? All looks of them ugly? except for like the Hulk. They all look terrible. What? How so? Like if they look terrible. What? That's not a no. What? You can't just be like... Was it Tony's beard? (laughs) Actually, his Iron Man suit looks really bad. Was it Cap's beard? Uh, I... Was it the lack of a beard on the Hulk? (laughs) Hulk should have had a beard. They should have all had beards. Yeah, Uh, even even Black Widow. Yeah, a big red beard. Oh, man, she could have had a red beard. (laughs) Oh, my God, she would have looked so good. Her jaw was stronger than it should have been. She had a real strong jaw. When's the game coming out again? Now. Oh god! No, I I don't. <laughs> so I don't like it comes out like sooner than most games that like like it's coming out at a point where they should be showing gameplay and not just a cinematic. And, we don't even know what that game is. Yeah, and fully. Yeah, it's just like here's a unknown game that's about the Avengers, and here's a cinematic that looks like we just kind of contracted a shitty company to do the CGI for. And the, it's just the animation on it looks bad. The character design looks bad. And if that's any indication of what the proper game's going to look like, then the game's going to look bad. That was a better defense of your argument. Good job. Bad games got no reason to live. <laughs> wow. That's, that's my disappointment. So, Frost, what's your disappointment? Well, my disappointment is the same as yours, but I actually have reasons for why I'm disappointed in it. My number one reason is I don't understand why Square Enix was chosen to do something as big as the Avengers right now. And yes, I realize this isn't a Marvel Cinematic Universe. However, as it was discussed previously before we recorded, uh, Disney owns the Avengers. Therefore, there is money to be foot to be sent out uh, to make a really good video game. I don't claim to know the the logistics behind this, but with something as poppin' as the fucking Avengers right now, it seems like a really poor business move to push the Avengers into the lap of somebody like Square Enix who kind of has a bad track record of not being timely, not having glitches and stuff. And um, like their final products, not always being as polished or, or or as updated as a lot of the The, video games. The only uh, caveat I will give you is that the dev teams working on this is uh, crystal dynamics 
which they made Tomb Raider, like the Tomb Raider reboot. Um, and also IDOS Montreal, which they made uh, the Deus Ex reboot. I mean, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm just saying they are like, it's, it's not like internal Square Enix development, which they have like Japanese Square Enix has like a terrible track record, yeah. but, <laughs> but I think uh, like IDOS as well as Crystal Dynamics have a pretty good track record and their games have been pretty solid so far. Um, but we'll, we'll see (laughs) like they didn't show us anything of this game. And again, uh, this is all just speculation on my part. The, the the cinematic was, it seemed like it was lackluster as far as what it could have been like pleasingly. It just seemed like it was run of the mill and it's hard for me to kind of explain what I'm talking about. It's hard to like not compare this to the cinematic universe because like looks better than Anthem. It does. I didn't, you know, <laughs> like this, this game is, I mean, you, you're going to put out a trailer cinematic for a game when the biggest movie of the year just came out and of the same name. I and mean, I know it's not the cinematic universe, but it's still the same. It shares a name. See, and like, that's actually you, my, you're just repeating what I just said. That's yeah. actually my issue with people. Not like, like you, for instance, saying you don't like how the characters look. It's like they're, I wouldn't say these aren't necessarily closer to the comic book designs. I wouldn't even say it, but in by nature, comic book characters change their appearance all the time. Sure. And this isn't the cinematic universe. Yes, it is going to be compared to it, but just because of that, they shouldn't have taken the likeness of the cinematic characters. Yeah. And this is probably, I couldn't really tell based on the character models like now but i assume they took some of the likeness of the voice actors in character mapping you see i didn't think they took any likeness of any voice actor like tony's voice is um yeah he was such a big beard it was hard to tell (laughs) (laughs) i know i thor i thought was pretty good and captain america was okay thor's voice in my opinion is actually better than cinematic universe thor's voice yeah but that's like for Thor. Yeah. I didn't like Tony's voice and there was some parts where I didn't like Captain America's voice. And I don't like as far as their physical, their, their appearances are concerned, I can forgive or not forgive, but I can look past that because like, that's the same thing they did with Spider-Man. But at that point, does it really matter? Cause they're, it's the costume that we register being the, the, the superhero. It's not necessarily the person out of the costume. It's the costume itself. And the but- I am good. Iron Man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't know. Like, like I said, it's just I know it's separate. It's just really hard to separate them when they come out so close together. Like, it's a big property, and to me, this just looks like the Walmart brand of Avengers. I I just don't. I mean, I most specifically don't like that they uh, they showed this like grand spectacle thing of a cinematic and then it's like what does this game look like like what show me how it plays it's the biggest problem right now and you want to see gameplay i'd like to see stuff with the games and because it's weird that they keep describing what the gameplay is instead of showing they're just like yeah it's kind of like a loot shooter but not really and yeah, it seems kind of like snaky to do it that way like we're gonna we can't show you it because like it just seems like is this or is, are they not proud of it? They don't want to show us. They just want to tell us about it. I don't know. Uh, so I talk about that one a lot. So what, Mar- Marcus, 
My biggest disappointment is that Animal Crossing New Horizons got pushed to 2020. I'm like really mad about it. <laughs> Gonna wait for that perfection. I wanted to do chores. <laughs> oh, Animal Crossing. I'm like super unimaginably upset. Play some Stardew Valley. No. I know it's not the same. It's not the same. Well, I don't even have a Switch yet, so <laughs> it's just, I gotta get yeah. I gotta get yeah. one for that Super Mario Maker though. That's soon. I know. It's the twenty eighth. It's really soon. I might not have it by then still. It's gonna suck. I'm gonna be making Mario's. You're gonna be making all them Mario's with them slopes. I'm go- I'm mostly gonna be playing other people's Mario's. Yeah. Alright, well that's gonna call it for that segment. And with that, that will also be the end of the podcast. We hope you found our E3 coverage this year very informative. Hopefully we will have another E3 to cover next year. Who knows what's going to happen with that. But once again, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go to our website, LakeGamingArena.com. Join our Discord and you can interact with us. And don't forget to check out all of our friends over at gamingpodcastalliance.com and as always we'll see you next week like during Giant Bomb when they're like so who has some video games to talk about it's never the person saying who has video games to talk about Justin you got video games to talk about you got some gonna have a sit down have a little powwow about some video games you played wow that's actually a really good uh, Australian accent I know I got it from Jamie I got some video games over here Um, yeah so we gotta play some what are you like Boston plus like Hey, I, I'm from Australia, but I've spent some time in Boston. <laughs> so it's, it's a really the accent's up, terrible. It's it's two it's two combined accents, and it really sucks. You, you got an accent. <laughs> now that that's an accent. I sound like a freak when I go anywhere now because I spent half my life in Australia. I spent the other half in Boston. Fuck, it's a wallaby. Kill it. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, that's wicked retarded kid. Put some strips on them barbers. <laughs> Alright, we'll just start over. We're gonna we need a clean break. <laughs> okay.